King Gates, you all the savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Hot sports radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. Wanna sports Almost did not make it for today's show here live in the wine cellar in South Philadelphia. It is Tony Bruno, Miss Robin here. And you know what day it is, Robin? You know why I almost didn't make it here? Why is that? Because Google Calendar is down, so therefore I cannot understand or know what I am going to do today. So you don't know where you are, what time it is, what day it is. You are lost. You are a babe in the woods. Didn't you see that Google Calendar was down around the world? I, I did and not. And people are walking around today like they're lost in space. Unlike any other day, of course, when they're walking around when they're lost in space. Well, so it's a, it's a 4.04 error. Now, I'm not a computer geek. What is a 4.04 error? Not 4, of course, which is our favorite. By the way, you know what today is before we commence with today's broadcast activities here on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. <laughs> I know. Your, your temporary... Uh, My plate is in. Yes. I feel like I just went to a Stanley Cup parade and didn't get shot like people in Toronto did yesterday. But anyway, enough about that. Let's move on because today is. What is it, Z? Yeah. Yep. Bryce, what is it? Dr. What is it, Bryce? What is it? Dr. Tuesday. Dr. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lakers owner, general manager, and Anthony Davis acquirer, <laughs> the great LeBron James on Taco Tuesday, yo. But again, if all of you who are wondering why we were a minute and 30 seconds late today, I blame it on Google and Google Calendar. I can't believe you weren't aware of the Google Calendar shutdown because we rely on Google Calendar to tell us what time to start the show, what time to start prep, what time to go to the bathroom, what the weather is, and all the other important things, doctor's appointments. Well, error 404, I have an update. This it, is a 404 update. This is a 404 update. Um, it is an HTTP 404, 404 not found, page not found, or server not found error. And it is the code that the computer network sends out if it is unable to communicate with the browser. So a lot of people are probably wandering aimlessly today banging into street corner posts, trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Luckily, you found us 
on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, and we thank you thank for that. Thank God. Because at least, I don't think Google Calendar is responsible for sending out the notifications to all of our followers and subscribers, right, that we're on live. No, is it? No, no. Are you sure that now, is, Robin? I'm positive. That is a Twitch thing. That is not run by Google, although Google pretty much runs the earth. Well, no, because it's run by Amazon. Okay, so then that's good then. I, I think so. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still good. Should we just reboot Google? Uh, but we do use Google Calendar, right? We do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you say, like, when I say, hey, I got a dentist appointment, Robin, you say, okay, I'll put it in like Google Calendar. Like tomorrow morning I have a dentist appointment. And so Google Calendar will remind you. Supposedly. Right. Allegedly and all those and other important things. So Google Calendar, I don't know if it's still down, but I know a lot of people are absolutely I know. lost today. Well, especially if you have a business and you rely on Google Calendar because they have all sorts of apps that allow you to have like appointment setting mm-hmm. and, and, and if you have a business that makes money off through appointments. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, it affects a lot of people. It would be I'm somewhat sarcastic awkward. in talking about how the world stops. But if you go on and look up hashtag Google Calendar today, you would think it's the day the earth stood still, the third version. The original one's still the best. And as much as I love Keanu Reeves, the reboot of The Day the Earth Stands Stills. Wasn't Keanu Reeves in that one? Yeah, that was It was awful. Of and I love Keanu Reeves. But that was a bad, bad movie. That the was... original was much better than the remake, even though the technology is much better in the new one. The original one still is pretty scary. When you look at the robot, the, uh, the, the, the aliens, and all that other stuff. Am I wrong here? I think that that was when people still tried to think that he could act and... and... They've kind of given up on that. Now they just accept him for who he is. But it's not about, you don't have to be a great actor to be in the day the earth stood still. Yeah, but I think people wanted to see something a little bit more. But Plus, now if he only had the shooting skills that he had in the John Wick movies, <laughs> it would have been better. He could have kicked the aliens' asses. Well, now that I, I think with Keanu, God love him, and he's fantastic in the... Uh, in, in the, um, the John Wick franchise? John Wick franchises. Yes. But I think you just have to resign yourself that Keanu is Keanu. Like, he's not going to have any is that like Charles major is Charles? acting chops. And uh, so-and-so is so-and-so. That's another one of those things that we have to get rid of, Robin. Jimmy Lynham, the coach of the 76ers, when Charles Barkley would say things and do things when he was coaching him here in Philly, and Charles did something, he would always say, Charles being Charles. Charles is Charles. Charles is Charles. By the way, we have breaking news already at the beginning of today's broadcast. We are cat-free on this Taco Tuesday. No. Yes, this is a new record. For those of you who pay attention to things like movie scenes where there's a bottle in it, like in Game of Thrones where they left a water bottle or they left a Starbucks cup on the table, which wasn't really a Starbucks cup, but it was a craft services cup. People pay attention to that kind of stuff. And yet today, I believe, is the first time in the long and storied history of Bruno Nation Live on Twitch.tv that the situation here is empty. No cats. The cats, or maybe they went down to the Walnut Street Theater where they're showing Cats, the revival. Then you don't like Cats, right, of all the musicals, Robin? It's not that I don't like it. It's that it's just never been, when it came out, and it was, such, it was so hyped, and I was hearing those songs, memories, you know, like, yeah. oh, God, it was just, it sounded like Cats whining, and I, I was just never a fan of it. However, I did see the making and the behind the scenes, so now I'm kind of curious to see it. When I see women in spandex cat suits how could i not like it i don't oh, even care what they're singing or saying your requirements are a little bit different than mine <laughs> exactly. 
But they keep bringing it back, Cats. Yeah. Because most of the Broadway shows no one's ever heard of, and they mostly stink. So they're just doing reboots anyway. They're bringing back all the old, <coughs> and they're turning everything into musicals. There's SpongeBob the musical. Now, you would go see that. Maybe. I could see you seeing maybe. that. If I got free I could, tickets, maybe I'd go. What was the other that. one? Oh, there's uh, Legally Blonde, the musical now. Which is funny. Oh, come on. How do you know, Robin? Seriously, How no, do you know? I have seen, they, they, they did, it was actually kind of brilliant marketing. They did a audition process, um, Legally Blonde on TV competition <laughs> thing. And so you saw all of these girls auditioning for the part and the songs and the tryouts and it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Gee, thanks, Robin. That's very nice of you. You know, I mean, but... The, you like, want to go see Legally Blonde, the musical. What else? There's a couple of other musicals. I'm like saying, really? There's a musical about that? Yeah, They, they, they turn everything sense. into musicals. I'm waiting for Spaceballs, the musical, that they never actually did, even though they teased that it. That would be awesome. Even though they teased it in Spaceballs, the movie, I was waiting for Spaceballs, the musical. Mm-hmm. I'd go see that. Do you know what else would make an awesome musical? The Village People musical. The movie that they had, Can't Stop the Music. Yes. That would be the most awesome musical ever. There's no musical yet on goofy. Donald Trump's sex life, but I'm sure they're working on it. Because it's 24-7. Every day you look for what, what's... I always wake up wondering, what's trending today in the Donald Trump world? And, it's you know, it's Trump must resign now. Whatever he says that day, it becomes the King Kong the musical. I'm waiting for History of the World Part 2. Wasn't the original one Part 2 because they didn't really make it Part 1? That was part of the joke? And by the way, there is I didn't know this. Fan Jecture says, so I guess you won't be seeing the, move, the new movie Cats coming out in December starring Taylor Swift and Jennifer Hudson. So that they make a movie about the play? I have to check that out. See, Robin, you should know this stuff. I am... I am seriously. I I already gave myself a bump, bumpy bump before the show even started today, which was kind of a a hangover from yesterday's show, where it became known that I had used mob reference stuff for the exactly. To- and I scolded you because you know, and no, I know you don't like that. I hate mob references. I know, and I I should have known better. I I have to give myself a major bump, bump, bump. Let me give you another one just yes. for safety. <laughs> so, so they will be changed. I need to come up with something else brilliant. I told you yesterday you were doing uh, consiglieries I and know, uh, stupid dons and all those other stuff. It was stupid because somebody was calling you Don Tony, and I said, okay, well that's kind of now that's uh, Mike Don Tony who did a pretty good job with the Houston Rockets, but they always come up short for some reason. Meanwhile, we got to get down to the business. It is Taco Tuesday. We'll have a special guest in studio today. Yes. Who you will see tonight on Paramount Network. Will he be eliminated from the latest reality show? He was not eliminated in episode one. We of course know he that wasn't. Part. If he was eliminated in episode one, would he be here today? Well, you know. Well, they, they do that. Normally yeah, when somebody's eliminated from The Bachelor, they always show up on ABC the next morning on Good Morning America. When somebody's eliminated from American Idol, they show up on ABC where it's on now. You notice it's always the networks that have the shows on that the people who get eliminated go on the next day. It's not really a newsworthy story. It's only newsworthy to the network that runs the reality show. And this is on Paramount Network, and it's season 12 of Ink Masters. Yes. I may get get tatted up on the show today live. Battle of the Sexes. Tonight, 10 o'clock, Paramount Network. Dave Navarro, of course, has been the host. They got all these great tattoo artists. If you're into ink, you've probably been watching the show. And we got Philly's own, Fawn, 23 at Money and Ink. The local tattoo studio here in Philly. Yes, who's one of the he's one of the contestants. 
And I, I believe that there are a couple other tattoo artists that work at that tattoo store as well, but he is incredible. we call them valid. stores or parlors, Robin? I don't oh, think they're called you're right. stores. You're right. I think it's called a parlor. It's tattoo called a parlor. parlor. Oh, the cat. Now, the first cat has arrived. Yes. Lily is on the floor rolling around before she gets up in her box, which will lead us to say, Oh, what's in the box? Lily's in the box, but she's not in the box right now. Well, and she is, I see Google Calendar didn't remind her that it was time to come down for the show. <laughs> she's usually here right yeah, before the show starts. She gets nice and tight in the box. And then today she comes down here 14 minutes late. It's an outrage. It's the damn Google Calendar. Um, so speaking of cats, I do have a cat's update that yes, indeed... There is a film being filmed as we speak. Well, it can't be being filmed now. If it's coming out in December, that means it's already in the can. It's scheduled for release December 20th, 2019. That's this year. Yeah. So normally I would suspect Universal that this movie Pictures, um, has been filmed. Most likely. They might be just finishing up stuff. But they have, uh, it is going, it is, of course, the musical of the same name, which mm-hmm. is turn-based And guess on who's in it? Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by Tim, no, excuse me, Tom. Tom Hooper. He was the one that directed the film. Not Toby Hooper. He did all those great chain, chain, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, movies. Yeah, this is a little they bit They should bring genre. him in, too, and then maybe <laughs> make it a violent version of Cats. Um, but is there he, any cat clawing in the musical Cats? Or are the cat uh, fights? There's a, there's a little bit of a cat fight, yes. Is there cat-on-cat violence? Because we had cat-on-cat violence on this show yesterday. We did. And if I knew that people were that into Cats, because we are, I would be doing more cat-related programming on this show every day. Well, we should have, I mean, if, if we could contain them and if they were a little bit more interesting, but they sleep so often. But the, if we had kittens, we would be all now, over. Now, fan so, so wait, let me finish this. Okay. So um, he, uh, Tom Hooper directed Les Mis. Um, it is choreographed by some guy named Andy Blankenbuehler. Oh, yeah. And the film stars Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, James Corden, Rebel Wilson, Jason Derulo, Idris Elba, ooh. Yeah, he's uh, in everything, Idris Elba now. No Samuel L. Jackson in this? Like, how did they not squeeze Samuel L. Jackson into this movie? Ray Winstone, Ian McClellan, and Dame Judi Dench. Damn, and Ian, McC- Ian McKellen, who's in everything, too. Why is it, what's his name not in here? Who's really a good singer and dancer? Hugh Jackman. I know. He is Broadway. He should be. Does Idris Elba sing? Yes. Okay, oh. I just want to make sure. Yes, he does. I've been watching... It's good cast. There's no doubt. That's a good cast. I watched a BBC Idris Elba uh, TV show <laughs> that I keep hoping that they're going to put another season on, but I don't know if he's too busy and he's not doing it now, where he plays a down-and-out uh, DJ. Who does this now? Id- Idris Elba. Okay. So fantastic. No, he's a tremendous... You know, everybody wants him to be the next Bond, and I don't know why they picked, didn't pick him. I agree. we got to have, have a black Bond. He would have been a fantastic Bond, no matter what color he was. So there's your musical update on Taco Tuesday. We got a lot of baseball. We got football. We got basketball. We got hockey talk today. We've got, we've got, no, no Bradley Cooper either in this Cats movie. Lady Gaga's not in it. What are they thinking? And AJ in San Antonio, I think, says it best to represent me and many others who are in the same school of thinking when it comes to musicals. Forget musicals. I'm still waiting for Free Willy 5, the movie starring Rosie O'Donnell, of course. Oh, exactly, exactly right. Anyway, let's get down to the business, Robin. We got baseball. We've got the, the Nationals waiting three hours and scamming the people who made their way into that ballpark last night. 
Yeah, rain was in the forecast. Rain was in the forecast here. It rained here. It's raining all over the eastern seaboard. You get the hot, humid weather. You get the thunderstorms, scattered thunderstorms, sort of like the show. Scattered thoughts, scattered opinions, scattered brains, everything scattered. No, the Cricket World Cup update will be coming up later in the show. Miss Robin and I, we always make make a point to watch cricket and then try to figure out why those outfielders are way out of position. Do they have a shift in cricket? Because the guy hits the ball and it rolls, and if it gets all the way to that little backstop at the end, it's points. Very few guys. The ball, the cricket ball, must not be juiced like the Major League Baseball. I know nothing, absolutely nothing about cricket, other than the fact that they're supposed to wear white and and it uh, takes days to finish a game. Days, that's a, that's about sort of it. like an American League baseball game here in the United States. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, actually, a lot more about cricket. No, I like than to I watch do. cricket. I don't have a cricket phone, though, because I want good service. Although I heard they're pretty decent, but who the hell knows and who the hell cares? But anyway, let's get back to the business, Robin. So last night, a lot of people normally go down from Philly to go watch the Phillies and Nationals. Although I don't know how many people went down yesterday because the Phillies have been taking on water. Like the, 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 the you know, we have a severe thunderstorm warning mm-hmm. and a... Flash flood warning. Flash flood warning. Yes. In the area because a lot of the creek beds are filling up and there's a lot of moisture in the area. And so if you live near a low-lying area, be careful out there. So anyway, we will have cricket updates later on today. We'll have World Cup updates. We'll have Florida updates. The Florida updates are stacking up, sort of like final approach into LAX. You know when you see the two because they have two final approaches. They have planes next to each other all coming in. And you see them from a distance if you're looking out. Remember when we used to watch Final Approach? Not the bad movies, Final Destination. But you see the airplanes, and they're stacked three miles apart as right. they're coming in. So at night, you see the lights going all, all the way back. And then when you have two runway approaches, you got even more lights. Right. And you know I love lights and bubbles, Robin. But anyway, let's get back down to baseball. So the people go down to Washington to watch the Natinals and the Phillies. As I mentioned, the Phillies are already underway in their June swoon. So they collect the parking money, which they do, mm-hmm. and they open the concession stands for a game that's supposed to start at 7.05. Gotcha. But it didn't, it, so they had warnings of possible storms because they look right. at the radar. All these ballparks now and anybody have that a meteorologist. should have known that as well. Yeah, and they do, but they, they, they come wearing ponchos and stuff. They sell ponchos. Yes. So if you're going to a ball game and you think it's going to rain, you bring a poncho, unless you're a wuss, then you go hide underneath in the concession stands and drink your ass off. So anyway, they, there was no rain for like an hour and a half while the delay was going on. And mm-hmm. people are wondering, why don't they just try to start the game? Yeah. And then when it rains, you bring the tarps out. Exactly. But they didn't do that because they were anticipating storms moving in at any moment. So they, so they had people sitting there for three hours. Ugh. And then people sitting at home watching on TV, watching the same tired programming that they do to fill when there's a rain delay. So what was the programming that they had? This is one with this one with Carson Wentz and Bryce Harper and, and it's basically filler pro. Right. Back in the day they used to say, show This Week in Baseball, which was a great show because it was fresh every week. It was Mel Alla, This Week in Baseball and they'd show highlights from all the games from the week before during a rain delay. And then a lot of times local the local people in the studio would actually have some content. Now they just slap up a uh, you know, a special, an infomercial, whatever they have. Because they can't have the announcers talking for, for hour after hour during a rain delay. So anyway, so they start, what are you playing here, Robin? It's going over the air. I know, I'm trying to get it to turn off, and it's All right. not turning off. You're interrupting my stream of consciousness here. So sorry. 
the signing of Harper. You know, they got uh, Carson Wentz and Bryce Harper yucking it up. And that stuff doesn't really go well when things are going bad for the Phillies. When you're putting on, like, tributes to Bryce Harper and the team sucking, and then you're waiting for a baseball game and you have a rain delay for three hours. So anyway, they're playing all this stuff. And then they, they, they're collecting all the concession money, you know, because people want to eat and drink. And then right. they wait till 9 o'clock to finally postpone the game and schedule it as a day-night. This is what they used to put on. And when I heard that music during a rain delay, my, my loins would start to tremble. Tremble? This kind is of a- like this old video is trembling. Here it is. Listen to this. You don't remember this week in baseball. I'm Warner Fusell. That was the guy's name. Is this just the theme music or is this, this the is show? Just, this is just the theme music. God, this was great. Warner Fusell. This week in baseball. How about that? By the way, Luigi will not be here again today, so I am using his. I'm doing, I feel like a DJ with two iPods or two iMacs uh-huh. up on the stage where they don't rick mix yeah, vinyl anymore. You can't fade from one to the other. We need like a, a little machine that is an external sound machine for computers. I need to search and see if they make that because that would make my life easier a lot easier too. How many people are who are old enough to remember this week? I mean, it wasn't like it was 50 years ago. Um, so now they're going to have a day John night double. John Scott was the uh, the uh, host. Pi- no, the uh, who who wrote the music for this. Oh, okay. It's very um, it's and then kind the, of like Disney esque, isn't it? No, it's it's it's. It's it's Mel Allen was doing it, the original host of This Week in Baseball. Then you had Warner Fusell. Crank this up a little bit, Rob. I'm getting moist. I haven't really played violin much on this no, air violin this, on this show. This is the first time that you're breaking out the violin, Tony. And then the horns. By the way, it was canceled in 2011, so we're not talking ancient history no. here, Because even Gen Z and Gen Y were alive in 2011, I think, right? So that they can't say, I don't know, man. It was like a long time ago. You old people. Why do you always bring up old shit? First year was in 1977. Back in the day when men were men. And the DH wasn't even thought of in the American League. A little League. oboe Did action here. No, this... that was clarinet. Sorry. Come on, Robin. Get your musicals ready. They should have This Week in Baseball, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> now that a lot of people would and watch. And just play like John Sterling on the Yankees saying, It is high. It is far. It is gone. Speaking of which. Yes, sir. It was such an outrage. We went to see, uh, when we first moved here to Philadelphia, we went to see Chris Bode with the, with the, with Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Orchestra. Yes. And um, the, the director of special events we met, I forget what her name is. I'm not going to call her out right now, but it was a woman. At the Man Music Center. At the Man Music Center. And I had the idea. I said, you know what you should do? You should take iconic sports music like theme songs yes. from different sports movies and uh, shows 
and have the Philharmonic play it and have not it a be, Philharmonic. This is the Philadelphia Orchestra. Robin. The Philadelphia Please. Or Orchestra. Because there's the Philly Sorry. Pops. There's a Philharmonic, right. which this a Mickey Mouse plays down there in Disney and World. And have the Philadelphia Orchestra yes. play it. And, you know, we would love, I think this is, and she goes, oh my gosh, that is such a great idea. And I would be up there, not just conducting the the Philadelphia Orchestra, like Eugene Ormandy did, or Ricardo Moore. But, you know, you would, because you have such extensive knowledge of all the different players and movies and all the different timelines of when things came into event, that, that it would be great to have. So what do they do? They do it, and then they have somebody else be Exactly, they stole our idea, and then they let somebody else do it. It was un. I was such Shouldn't so I, rude. Am I not enough of a Philadelphia icon to go up there and conduct the Philadelphia Orchestra? Well, you would not be allowed anywhere near. You Why could, not? You could do the pretend one on the side. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know, kind of like the person that does sign language on the side. That would be you because you do kind of talk as if you were doing sign language. It's Italian. <laughs> you you have the Italian sign language on the side. I love the fact that you have a nail file. That's... I may pop a string if I keep using the nail file. Oh, Tony Bruno. This is good music right here, Robin. Burton Gus says... Is the man music center sexist? That's the question. No, it's not the M-A-N. It's the M-A-N-N. Correct. So it's not just about a man. It's about a man named man. Man, what don't you understand, man? Wow, 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 Now, I got to rip Luigi, even though he's not here. Because his little iPad, which is, has a lot of the sound effects that I don't have, uh-huh. we're doing double iPads today for sound effects, and I'm going to try to work the right. ones and twos here. But his, like, goes back to, it's like, gets out of the page, like, in a minute. So then I have to keep going in and putting his code in to get back to the page. Oh, the timeout thing? What oh, the I hell's can, going on here? I can change that for you. It's like goes off every 30 seconds, and then yeah. I can't get anything done. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Exactly. I can change that for you. The, he has a time set on for 30 seconds, probably. <sighs> why, do you need, why do you keep your sound effects board on for 30 seconds at a time? It's an It's hour. not like it's sex or anything. Damn. Well, he probably had that because he never remembers to charge his iPad, which I did for him. So now it's fully charged. But when you don't have it fully charged and you're trying to use it, you want you don't want it to stay on and lose battery power faster. I had he had a great drop in here that I can't find now. This one right now. Well, he has. Some- I could have used it for this week in baseball. Holy cow! The great, the late great Harry Carey with the Chicago Cubs. So many great broadcasters, all over. This country. We should do a This Week in Baseball, the musical, and then bring back guys who aren't even here anymore. You know, the legendary, the Mel Allens. You know, the Harry Calluses. The Harry Carries. Harry Callis would be hard to bring back. Although, you know... No, I'm talking about the... You can take back the audio clips. Yes, yes, Not bring the people back. Although we could have... uh, what do you call it now that they put on all these shows? Uh, the, the hologram. Hologram. Hologram Harry Carey. Hologram Harry Callis. Mel Allen. I mean, Speaking just go down Carrie, John Miller, who's still alive. Jack Buck, who's not with us anymore. Speaking of Carey, I have a... Mariah Carey update? Marie, Marie Carey. Marie Mar- Carey. Yes. Doesn't update. she make pies and stuff? No. Oh, no, that's Marie Callender. I'm sorry. She was the. Uh, was she on Google Calendar today, Marie Calendar, and that she get lost and stop making pies because Google Calendar went down? And we are down. We are to up to two cats down here now. 
Yeah, so now the second cat, Mr. Riddle, has made his way onto the sofa, onto the beautiful leather sofa, which they have not destroyed yet, despite his claws needing to be cut for the last two weeks, Robin. If he starts putting little holes in that beautiful leather sofa, I will be visibly, visibly shaken. What the heck is this on... This is a this is a test words for use example user. What the hecky do is that? I have no idea what you're talking about because I can't see your screen, Robin. No, it's on the it's it's a uh, piece of I don't know. Anyway, we've got. I can go for a pot pie right now. Not ones with pot in them, but a Marie Calendar, maybe a turkey pot pie with the little peas and the carrots. Ooh, and the gooey juices inside. You like a pot pie, don't you, Robin? I do. Chicken, no beef pot pies, though. None of that crap in there. I like beef, but I don't like beef in pot pies. Like, I don't like beef on a stick. I won't eat any satays. Because that reminds me of, like, street meat. Like, when you go to New York and, you, you know, they have these dirty carts with people slicing raw meat or slicing cooked meat off of pieces of chunks of beef mm-hmm. on a street corner where the air is dirty and people are walking by. I'm not eating that stuff. But anyway, let's get down to the business. So in Washington, let's get back to D.C., where everything's in disarray. The government, the White House, it's a whole shit show down there. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes nah, it may be Sometimes shit. it doesn't make it good. It's pretty much shit every day down there. So the people get, you know, they pay for the concessions because people are waiting three hours for the game to start. Then they finally end it. So now you're going to have game tonight. There's still going to be a four-game series, but they're going to cram four games into two days. Game tonight, doubleheader on Wednesday, 105 and then a 705, two admissions. Now, I'm sure the people that, they should give people uh, free admission to both games. I mean, if you bought one game and you didn't go last night, I'm sure you'll be able to use it for the doubleheader. And I don't get this starting the game, you know, one o'clock game ends at five, then you empty the stadium and tell everybody to get out, and then you force people to come back and buy tickets for the next game. In this day and age when you're charging so much for concessions and parking, because they used to schedule doubleheaders as part of the regular season. You know, back in the day, baseball schedules came out. You knew where the doubleheaders were. They would plan doubleheaders. Now doubleheaders are only when there's a rain out and they have to make a game up. And then they don't play them back-to-back. They do the two separate admission, separate game, get out, and then bring in the new crowd. I can see that at comedy clubs. I can see that at shows. But at a baseball game... It's ridiculous, man. I blame the owners. I blame Major League Baseball. That is an absolute outrage. The two-day, day-night doubleheader, separate admission nonsense. Is it the people's fault that they went to a game on Monday night and it rained? And now they got to come back? And oh, by the way, it's not just the locals in the D.C. area. People travel. A lot of people travel down there. Maybe they can't go back on Wednesday for a doubleheader or one part of the doubleheader. People don't go to cities nearby and then get into a hotel and spend three days in the same city to watch baseball. Now, if they're traveling, but if you're from Philly, Washington's a two-hour drive from here, right? So are you going to take a trip down there? Are you going to spend all that money in a hotel to stay there for three days when these teams play each other a gazillion times? No, it's not special. So anyway, that's ridiculous. And yes, King Flava checks in on the screen chat. says, never forget 1980. Phillies Expo, Steve Carlton throws a one-hitter, and the Expos gave him a standing ovation at the end of the game. Here's the 2-2. Two, two. 
and I've said it a million times, Steve Carlton, of all the athletes I've seen and pitchers, especially in baseball, I have never seen a more remarkable season from any pitcher that I've ever witnessed. Obviously, there were great ones, Colfax, but I'm talking about in the flesh, watching in 1972 what Steve Carlton did on an absolutely dismal team. 30 complete games, 27 wins on a horrible baseball team. That was the most dominant individual pitching performance I had ever seen. And we'll never see another performance like that. Never, despite all the strikeout guys. and Because, hey, nobody goes complete games anymore. Imagine one pitcher going 30 complete games and the entire staffs don't rack up 30 complete games in a year. That's when men were men. And sheep were afraid. Anyway, meanwhile, the other baseball last night, the Yankees get Edwin Encarnacion. They picked them up in a trade because the Yankees just need more bats in their lineup. Edwin Encarnacion. Went 0 for 4 last night. How many bats did he have and how many times did he go? Uh, did he get a hit? No, he had no hits. 0 for 4. But the Yankees win. The Yankees win. 3 nothing over the Rays. They move a game and a half up on Tampa. And, they don't, and they're getting Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge back into that lineup soon. You want to talk about stacked. No, not the, uh, the, the, move, not the uh, porn site called stacked. Or the museum. Remember the uh, the girly museums? They were called stacked. They had a lot of boob magazines in the old newsstands. We would have Wee, Playboy, Penthouse, but then you'd have the the ones that were just for breast men I or women. Don't called know. boobs or stacked. The audience will help me out. Ed Nasta says he remembers seeing the Phillies and Mets play five games in forty seven hours. Back in Veterans Stadium. Okay, this should be working. Yep, I mean, the Yankees, when that Yankee lineup is all healthy, you want to talk about scary lineups? Not since the Gas House Gang, not since Bugs Bunny played every position in the cartoon where it's pitching, now batting Bugs Bunny, now pitching Bugs Bunny. That was the last time we had an absolutely unbelievable scary lineup for the New York Yankees. I'm going to call it already. I mean, it's only June 18th, Robin. Taco Tuesday. I believe we'll see a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. I know. Sounds like chalk. But right now, I mean, Houston could be in in the National League. I think it's up for grabs. In the American League, I think it's going to be hard. Now, the Yankees still need some pitching help, of course. Mm -hmm. And now they got a lot of pieces. And as we approach the trade deadline, it's imperative that the Yankees go out and get some help with pitching. But right now, because if you look in the uh, if you look in in the National League, Dodgers are really good. Houston Astros are really good. Right. You know, I don't know about the National League East. I mean, the Atlanta Braves right now are the best team in baseball. The way they're playing, nobody's playing better than the Braves. They are mashing. They got young players. They've got bats that can do anything in their lineup. They've got good pitching, and so I think the I think right now the Atlanta Braves are the scariest team in baseball, and they're starting to separate themselves from the Phillies in the East. In the West, it's the Dodgers. Anybody else scare anybody in the National League West? No. So in the National League, it's got, you got, to me, the three best teams are certainly the Dodgers, the Astros, and, of course, the Atlanta Braves right now. Those three teams look like they're the reason they're in first place. They're really, really good. 
And the Braves are scary good because they got a lot of young talent that people don't even realize yet. So that's the baseball news. Uh, we want to thank E Street 7883 for subscribing via Twitch Prime. Oh, beautiful. For three months. Is he part of the E Street band? Did they break up? You get it, Robin? The, it's yes. A, Bruce no, Springsteen because he and the still e travels brand. with them. So there's... Uh, that's why I'm asking, Robin. I don't know if you're paying attention today. Are you in law? Is it the Google Calendar thing that's got you messed up too? It's it's my uh, time. Oh, <laughs> mi madre. Robin's mom is here now. She's outside, but she can come in. You don't climb in. Don't climb in through the window, though. You don't have to do that. She's waving outside. She's going to come on in. We're going to bring her down. Lily's in the box. Sir Lawrence is nowhere to be found. Doors open, Mom. The doors open. Come on in. We're live. We cannot interrupt this program. This is like NPR. People are focused. How come family members just don't understand this? Your sister, she calls during the show, wanting to wish you a happy birthday. They don't get it. They don't understand. This is not just a couple of people sitting in the basement having a conversation or yelling at each other. This is a couple of people sitting in a basement yelling at each other and broadcasting. We're broadcasting here. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. And the only thing I can say to anybody, my family members, your family members, your kids, my kids, when it comes to this program being interrupted for any reason that's not legitimate. What don't you f understand? Exactly. It's not like they just, I just fell into this business a couple of months ago. I've been doing this for 50 years and people still don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know how they don't understand. I don't know either, Robin. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. But I know one thing. If Vince Lombardi were here today, you know what he would be saying? What the hell's going on out here? That's what I want to know. What the hell is going on out here? It's ridiculous. Yes, the cat in the box. Not the cat in the hat. We have to have a hat. Oh, we got fresh oh, strawberries. My Are these the rosé ones? I just saw yesterday that the company that produces most of the strawberries in America, it's got a D in the name. This is an independent. That these strawberries, they're now making rosé strawberries. So they're, they're a hybrid. So they would be pink instead of yes, red? Yes, they're pink in color, and they have a rosé, because everything's rosé now. I like it. Everything's rosé, except me. Not Cracklin Rosé, who was way ahead of a time with Neil I Diamond. I have a feeling that those were purchased at Reading Terminal Market. Yes, they were. Were these locally sourced? No. Non-GMO, organic, sprouts? Where did you go? Here, speak into the mic, Mom. We need an update on the fresh vegetables here. I got them on Broad Street. He said, this is the end of the season. I asked, what? And he said they were raised in a tunnel. In, the, in a tunnel? In a tunnel. Yeah. Which one? The Hudson? The... Uh, a tunnel? Is this just a food truck guy with a which fresh? Is there a light? Is there light in a tunnel? Light? Hey. I thought that was, maybe maybe these were mushrooms at one point, and then I they don't know. and then they trans then they transitioned into strawberries. I don't buy any I don't buy any fruits or vegetables from guys on the street. Now actually, there's a food truck that's at 13th Street there all the time. He has good fresh produce, but you're right across the street from the Reading Terminal Market. The epicenter of all things fresh, organic, non-GMO, locally sourced, and all that other crap. Not the, not the uh, Holland Tunnel or the Lincoln Tunnel. I wouldn't eat anything in there. King Flava is asking if I'm originally from Philly. No, my mother's here visiting from California, but I grew up in the Netherlands. Exactly. So I'm, I'm originally even farther east. And now we got Lily in a box and Robin's mom. 
hovering over the box. You don't get this on any. You're not getting this on NPR right now. I'll tell you right now. No. They are not engaging their audience the way we do every single day. They are not educating, informing. Robin's a fifth generation, and Robin, we found out when we went to the Dutch country over the weekend that Robin has ancestors that were on the Mayflower. I, I had ancestors on the Mayflower, and then I even have ancestors that emigrated and moved to Pennsylvania, so I have a Pennsylvania wow. background. Yeah. Not the Mayflower moving trucks that took the Baltimore Colts to Indianapolis. No. Not that Mayflower. I could okay. have been the Mayflower madam. Well, if anybody could be the Mayflower, man. If only I had been born a little <laughs> bit earlier before, you know, there was all that social media and, and people could, like, search stuff on computers. Well, I Google, too. now, Google, as I mentioned, Google Calendar is down. Yes. Was your mom affected by the Google Calendar shutdown today, the 404 error that we reported exclusively on this show? No, she hasn't. Do you nope. use Google Calendar? Because she's always on with Siri, because she's got an iPhone. Yes. And she's always asking Siri serious questions wherever we are. Correct. Like, oh. we're, up in the, we're up in the Amish country, and we're trying to find a place that's open on now, Sunday. Now, did Betty get mad when you mentioned the name Siri? I didn't. Did she, did no, she, she doesn't do anything when you, when she, you mention no, Siri. No, no, no. But, like, if you, remember you, like, mentioned Siri. Before. Siri. No, see, oh, she doesn't so even do turn. She doesn't even turn that light color. Okay, but before she was getting angry and she would turn red whenever you mentioned exactly. Siri's name. Wow, wow, Most wow, women turn wow, red wow. when you mention another woman's name. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes, there is shoe fly pie. We had some, and it was spectacular. Now I want Robin to start making shoe fly pies because they're good. They are good. I told you to buy the the Dutch. The best thing about the Dutch cookbook that they sell in all these places mm -hmm. up in Amish country, right. it says original Dutch recipes, and they're all in there. And so I showed it to Christian, your son, and I said, look, this is great. He said, it's really small. I said, well, they don't eat a lot. I mean, come on. The cookbook's really small. It's only like, you know, 25, 30 pages. Yes. He said, you can get it online. I said, can you get authentic recipes? They can get any recipe online. You I know can that. get it online. But it's just having the book with the Pennsylvania Dutch lady on the front wearing her Amish gear or her Mennonite gear or whatever gear it was. At Jordan Doc 1218, hey Siri, where are all the white women at? Exactly right. Where are they? Excuse me while I whip this out. Hey Robin, you're not going to have to fix this, this Luigi's tablet. Okay. Because I cannot function if it keeps going dark every 30 seconds. Who the hell sets their... Their computer to go dark. Like my phone, I had to change it because it only stays up there for a couple minutes and then it goes back and you have to line, log back in again. That's ridiculous. I will fix it for you, Tony Bruno. All right. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business now. I'm trying to get Zach Berman uh, to check in today because Zach Berman wrote an interesting article in the Inquirer today because the Philadelphia Eagles and all the other NFL teams are now on that break from the mini camps to training camp. And so this is that stage of the year where you keep an eye on NFL football players because they have now until June, July 24th, I mean a full month before they have to report back for training camp. Eagles players report on July 24th. Training camp will start July 25th. Most of the other teams in football all around the same time. Mid to late June, they report, and then the training camp start all over the NFL. And so the big story here is the Eagles this year will only be having one public practice open to the public at Lincoln Financial Field on August 4th at 7 p.m. Last year, they had two public practices in the full stadium, 
and people can get tickets for free online. This year, according to the Eagles, they decided to change it to just one open practice and charge people $10 to get in. The parking won't be free, and people are complaining about, I got to pay $10 to go to an open practice? No, but you'll spend $50 to sit in a parking lot hours before an open practice and get drunk to go see an open practice. Just like you do at 7 a.m. on football Sundays to go up. And listen, I don't care what you do, but, but if you need that much time to get lathered up to go watch a sporting event, I don't get it. It's I don't get it. It's a tradition everywhere. It's not just here. But here's the difference. The, the $10 is going to the Eagles charity for autism research. So it's not like they're taking yeah. the money and pocketing it. They're taking the money, and they decided that instead of doing two open practices for free, right. they're going to do one and then charge people 10 bucks to show up, and that money would then go all of it to autism research. That is nothing to be able to go and hobnob and be right up there close and personal. Then they'll pay $10 for a soda with the taxes tacked on by our corrupt mayor, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney. Now, they, don't, they don't get mad about the soda tax, where the soda tax is more than the actual cost of the soda, but they're getting mad at paying $10 to see, go watch a team practice? I have a feeling. Fan Jecture says um, he, he wrote two, two text messages on the board simultaneously. So he said, seriously, I went last year. It's fun, but not worth $10. But you're not then paying $10 no, to watch guys work out. Let me finish. Out. Then you mention what you mentioned. And he goes, well, now I feel like an asshole. So I think there's a lot of fans that don't, Somehow or another, they miss the message that that $10 is going to And that's why I want to make sure we get the straight scoop here. Because that's the problem. A lot of people hear one side of a story, Mm -hmm. and they run with it as if it's fact. And again, I'm not a lapdog for the Eagles front office. Trust me. I'm not a lapdog for any organization. And so when I saw $10 in the headline, I'm thinking, wow. See, that's what they do. All of these media places, they do that without giving you an inkling of what it's for, hoping that you're going to get outraged and they're going to get more clicks. Exactly. Now, uh, speaking of clicks, Tony, do you want the, uh, his tablet to turn off after 2, 5, 10, 15, How or about never not minutes? Tur- never. Never. Because uh, that means I'm going to be on for the entire three hours of the show, Robin. I'm just. Why do I want a computer to turn off? Is that Luigi coming down now? It shouldn't be. Oh, no, that's Christian. Christian's in the house. There, whoops. Damn it. There you go. I got to give the Eagles a round, roaring round of applause for this. You know, the same people complain about donating $10 to go watch a practice. And there's free parking, by the way, so they're not charging for parking and then trying to gouge you. And you can write it off. Yeah. Any, anytime there's any kind of donation, it is always a write-off. Exactly. Now, if you're going to write off $10, you're not going to get much back. But still. But still, you know, it still it's, it's about up. feeling good about what you're doing. I don't think the Eagles are scamming people and pocketing the money or, or sending it overseas in a, in a bank, in a Swiss bank account, and laundering it. No. Although... <laughs> Now, if, I, if you send me that kind of money, I would definitely go out and find a way to launder it. Now, Except, what do you use? Do you use detergent when you launder money, or do you just run exactly it through? exactly how it works, Tony. You put it in the washer. Mm-hmm. And let do you it, run it on a full cycle or just like... You have to make like, sure to do a tumble dry. Tumble dry? Yeah. Uh, speaking of laundering and uh, money, bits. People were asking. Apparently, their bits have disappeared. 
Uh, the bit jar, I just refreshed it. Looks like was it's it working. Was it overflowing? Were the bits overflowing? Um, no, it seemed like it was frozen. And I am seeing the bits leaderboard that is still there and active. I'm not sh- quite sure what the issue was, but I see San Ant- uh, AJ in San Antonio in the lead with 7,404 bits. Trevor from the 203, 6,713. And Dean in third place with 1,935. Um, I have a feeling that um, D. Conrad LV could easily overpass Dean because you mean he overtake? Overtake. Overpass is something you build when you have a road and you don't oh, want people. Oh, was that a Duchess? <clears throat> um, One thousand seven hundred sixty-eight is D. Conrad. Beautiful. Now, of all the people who have nailed it so far today. And if you have, congratulations. It's only Tuesday afternoon, but it is Taco Tuesday. Oh, you know. Tony. He says it right here, yes. Robin. This is brilliant because this is why people are mad about the Eagles charging $10 for their open practice for charity. Because when they gave away the free tickets last year to the two open practices, Uh you know what people were doing with those tickets when they won the lottery to get the tickets for free? What were they doing? They were then going on Craigslist and selling those tickets. Oh, that's... So they would get tickets for free and then they would sell them. So now they're pissed off that they can't profit from selling free tickets... Instead of paying the $10 to go for charity to That's watch an open wrong. practice. And for that, I'm going to give these suckers. Because, you know, the big question is. What do we get for $10? That's what the people always ask. What do you get for $10? It depends on the neighborhood. You go up to Kensington, you can get a lot for $10. You go to a ball game, you ain't getting jacked for 10 Maybe a pretzel now. Remember when you used to go to a ballpark? Baseball game, football game, go up with 10 bucks. You get a hot dog, a soda, and mm-hmm. a pretzel. You can't even get a pretzel for less than $10 no. now. And you know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. I don't understand why Joe Biden and all the 75 other Democratic candidates for the Democratic nomination right now aren't proposing free pretzels at every ballpark. Everything else is going to be free. Why not at least a damn pretzel? I don't expect a free beer. I don't expect free nachos with cheese. I don't expect a free Royale with cheese, Robin. But how about a damn pretzel? No, I'm not running for president. Thank you. So I don't need you to send these a dollar, 65,000 people to send me at least one dollar. Now, 65,000 people can send me money on bits. And then I will not be on the debate stage with the other candidates, because that's I, how you qualify, you know. Honestly, I think you would do very well in uh, to run for office. There, I think free pretzels, uh, Burton Gus says, free pretzels are the platform for the outrage party candidate, Tony Bruno. It's an outrage. We should have an outrage party in this country. We should. You and know, they got that Green Party. They don't do shit, the Green Party. They just spout a lot of nonsense. You know, I mean, like. Then you got the Communist Party, which a lot of people are now, I believe, leaning toward right now. I do like one, I know that we, the United States was formed trying to get away from England and its government. But there are a couple things about the English government that is good. One is... What? That... Um, Does anybody understand how the British government works with the no, parliaments and then you got couple... the queen and the king and then the, all the dukes and duchesses? I didn't say that was okay. good. I'm saying that the one part that I do like about, a, about the British government is that um, they have... They were able to start ni- a party and... Six weeks later, they were already in it, and they almost won the 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 majority. Um, and two, when they are 
getting ready to vote, they only have a certain amount of time to, uh, to canvas, and they are only getting a certain amount There's of like money. There's like 72 different factions yeah, of but parties. It's, but it's only like, I think it's nine weeks. They are only allowed to campaign for nine weeks, and they have, everybody gets the same amount of money, period. You can't, there's none of that, uh, none of these extra, you know, million dollar uh, donations and all that. Robin, screw all those party stuff. Screw politics. You got the gangster party. You got the pretzel party. How about some, in the song, take me out to the ball game. Buy me some peanuts and, and cracker, cracker jacks. But let's go to the best party of them all, Robin. What Not is- the wig party. Crank my baby up here now, Robin. Because we've got the best song ever when it comes to parties. Not we like to party. I love that song, too, by the Venga Boys. Here we go. Yeah. We get a pizza part, a pizza part. Hey, I'm loving everything and everything about it. A down three slices now, They don't write songs like this anymore, right? Yeah. Not the open house party, Saturday open house party with John Garabedia. No. How about a tequila party? <clears throat> oh, yeah. These guys are smoking weed, eating pizza, wearing gold chains, and they're all crackers. Oh, no, he's not even wearing it. He's wearing a chain of pasta. Uncooked, like tubatini pasta, so it looks like gold chains. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking this out of your hands. I think the pizza party's got to go. Wait a minute. The bar stool guys, they're, they, they love pizza parties. The stool presidente goes out and does pizza tastings. And the last one he just did today is great because he went to Connecticut. And what do Luigi and I and all the real Italian-Americans say when we talk about the product that is pizza that we all love so much, regardless of race, color, religion, political party, political uh-huh. affiliation? Yeah, you want our pizza. Our pizza. And guess what the name of the place that he went to to get the latest slice of pizza, Stool Presidente. What was it? David Portnoy. It was called Something Apiz. I don't remember the name of the thing. But there are places around the country, believe it or not, that say A-Pizza under it. So Gina's Apiz. 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 So when you're Italian, you don't say pizza. You say Apiz. 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 It's Sally's Abitz. Somebody posted it. One of our followers posted a picture of a location. It's called Sally's Abitz. Uh, but it says Abitza, right. but we know it's pronounced Abitz. Yeah, you don't pronounce the A at the end. It's Abitz. <laughs> Abitz. It's like Abitz, not coffee. A-P-E-E-T-S or P-E-E-T-Z if you really want to go crunk with the pizza. And put pineapple and all that crap and on there. And you kind of have at that the should end, be illegal. it's Abitz. And then <clears> at the end, you have a little... Exhalation of air that is the hint of the A. Exactly. Apiz. Grand Apiz. Shoreline, Connecticut. In Clinton, Connecticut. Not Bill and Hillary Clinton, Connecticut. Nobody goes there anymore. Grand Apiz. Yeah, here in South Philly, where there's tons of pizza places, mm-hmm. you don't see anything say Apiz. I know, which is kind of silly. It's all just pizza. It's stupid. So it's time for me to open the Tony's Apiz. Apiz. Right here in South Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. Not Abitz by Dre. But then... Well, that, if I were going to do it, that's a good one. <laughs> Swedish Chef. How about Abitz by Dre? You get it, Robin? Yes. Or... Beats by Dre. Maybe now, you're not... Uh, 
what you would not be putting on your upbeats would be um. <laughs> Um, no um, no, no um. I, I don't like ham on pizza. Again, that's a this that you know that's all about personal preference. It's your choice. Your pizza, your choice. Okay, I'm not going to in, in, impinge upon people's decision making when it comes to pizza toppings. But you put pizza on, you put toppings on my on a pizza, and then think I'm going to eat it because you like it. We don't play that shit here. Tony don't play that. Robin tries to do this all the time. Hey, I'm going to order a pizza. She doesn't even say I'll eats until it comes in. So I want to change the I want to change the conversation. It's time for a national conversation about pizza in this country. If you don't say ah pizza, it's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's that simple. Now I have learned to no pineapple. No, no pineapple on pizza. I have learned to appreciate pepperoni a little bit more. No, I love pepperoni. You like pepperoni, but I don't, don't put the like the the latest I'm a sausage one sausage and mushroom kind of guy. The, the, the latest one is like every meat on there. This is an Arby's. I don't want sausage. Pepperoni, uh, what else do they put on there? The meats. Um, Gabagol, the salami. No, that's not pizza. That's a sandwich. Now, Pizza's not a sandwich. I would prefer salami over pepperoni. How about salami over bologna? Yes, for sure I don't like bologna. It's ridiculous. I don't go to Abit's, but I did go to Pete's Coffee this morning. Absolutely, the major Dickinson is always one of my personal favorites. But enough about pizza. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get the conversation steered in the right direction because that's all we talk about. When are we going to start a national conversation about this, that, or the other? I believe we can start this conversation and end it today. Any further pizza places that open up, if their sign doesn't say A-Pizza on it, it should not then be labeled real pizza. Because there's a debate about some pizzas. You know, the, the chain stores, Domino's, Papa John's. Real people who are connoisseurs of pizza. They, you know, people buy from those places when they live in cities where there's no local, really good, homemade, non-chain pizza. It's like Subway. People go to Subway when they don't have good Zep stores or Hoagie stores or Submarine stores. They go to Subway. So it's a, it's a it's passable product in my world. It's like if there's no sandwich shop within a 50-mile radius, I'll go to a Subway. If there's no great pizza place and you're in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Like when we were in California, yes. there was no great pizza place. So we used to order Papa John's, which is not bad pizza if you do not have a good Italian pizza place close by. Exactly. So anyway, that's my rules. Lettuce doesn't go on a pizza. Pineapple doesn't go on. on my, this is on my pizza. You'll never see a pineapple on my pizza. Even if, even if SpongeBob were to come out of his pineapple from under the sea, I would not put pineapple on a pizza. Even for SpongeBob and the rest of my friends there at Bikini Bottom. Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. Now that's good pizza right there, Robin. Oh, I know. And they put it in a 900-degree coal-fired oven. Bam! Well, how can you go wrong when the owner... <laughs> It's also named Anthony Bruno. I mean, exactly. hello. That's the name of the owner of Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. And unfortunately, Anthony it's not Bruno. you. <laughs> and I have no piece of the pizza, no piece of the organization, or the entire company. Dan Marino has more invested in Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza than this Anthony Bruno. And you know what that is, don't you, Robin? It's an outrage. Yes, it is. Thank you. Meanwhile, yesterday, the Raptors parade. I was happy. We were talking about it on the show. And then something went terribly, terribly wrong. 
The good news, everybody was happy. The bad news, four people were shot and three people were arrested. I would say to Toronto fans, act like you've been there before, but they haven't. But who goes to a party, even in Philly, where we have some of the most reprehensible fans who get too drunk and act stupid at any major event, and it's not just here, it's all over the country, but this city gets ripped all the time, most of it justified when you see some moron climbing a pole and he's drunk and people are throwing stuff at him to knock him down. Now, Tony, I have the video of the the uh, police, uh, head of police in Toronto. Let's go to the police chief in Toronto talking about what happened yesterday right in the heart of this gigantic, where there were over a million people celebrating the Toronto Raptors' first NBA championship. Let's go to the tape. Two gunshots and then have a trampled. Well, right now, I, I can't uh, speak for the trampling. I, I know that some people were injured and we could hear uh, live feeds and, and uh, the paramedics uh, worked fantastically with the fire as well as with, uh, with uh, uh, police officers. Um, we know that there are four victims right now that uh, have gunshot wounds. Uh, none of them are life-threatening at this point in time, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm grateful that uh, the, the resolve uh, to the situation was as quick as it was and uh, we were able to continue on with, uh, with the rest of the event the way that we are able to seamlessly. So there he is talking about how the police, and there's video of the police apprehending one of the four people that had a gun. <clears throat> and they brought his ass down hard. This is the seven passenger accurate MD. Robert, can you turn that off now because it's on the Designed air. for where you drive. What's the problem now, Robin? My mother was asking me something, and I'm sorry. Does she not know we're on the air here? Would she go into an NPR studio and stop all things considered? If she were here, and what's, and, and what's her name? Uh, the woman in Philly who's done the national show forever. Gross. Would she break into the NPR studios and interrupt some very boring conversation about something that no one cares about in the entire country? No. Terry Gross, of course, Philadelphia icon, Hall of Famer, does fresh air here in Philadelphia. Are you familiar with Terry Gross? Right, Robin? Yes. It's not just a local show. She's on NPR. She does it locally, but it's a national show. But nobody's busting into the studio over at NPR and breaking in. And every once in a while, somebody should to make it so I can stay awake when I'm listening to it. There's some good shows on there. I'm not saying they're not good shows. I'm saying a lot of it is very monotone. And it's very down here. And now we're going to talk about this. And then we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about this and that and like this and that and like that and this and like this and that. Are you guys going? I think I scared them away now. (laughs) You can be scared. Robin's mom doesn't like when voices carry. We may have to play that song, Robin. Hush, hush. Even downtown. Thank you, Stevie V, for re-upping. He is subscribed at Tier 1. I mean, let's be serious here. Philadelphia, was there any shooting at the Eagles Championship Parade? No. Was there any shooting in Oakland when the Warriors won their championships? Not that I know. Or when the Oakland A's won their championships with the San Francisco Giants? How do you have a shooting in Toronto? Not just one shooting. You have four people with guns in a parade shooting at people. <clears throat> Were there any shootings at the Boston parades? 
No, but there was, unfortunately, a bombing at the Boston Marathon with, the, with pressure cooker bombs a few years ago. But that's ridiculous. Who thinks of those kinds of things in I this day? And listen, I know there's a lot of crazy, but these weren't crazy people. You don't show up. These weren't terrorists. These are people who, for some reason, decided to go out to a championship parade. And here's the most remarkable part of this. i got to give props to Matt Devlin. Mm-hmm. Matt Devlin is the Raptors PA announcer inside the Scotiabank Arena. Mm-hmm. And so he was emceeing this event with all the players and the coaches and the people were celebrating and having a good time. Now imagine when you have a million people on a street. Now this wasn't just one long street parade. They eventually all assemble in one spot. And then there's a sea of people all behind it. And we've seen over the years in this country, and this is not in our country, this is in Canada, but anywhere there's a large gathering. All it takes for, is for one situation, whether it's a concert. Remember the Cincinnati, the Who concert in Cincinnati years ago? Something happens, and then you get a stampede of people trying to run away. And during that stampede, as people are frantically trying to get away from what they see, and when they, especially when they heard gunshots, what happens? People could get trampled and killed while they're there celebrating a sports victory. That's the thing that's amazing to me is that no one died. It's unbelievable. So the fact is, there were no shootings in St. Louis, which has crime problems of its own, just like every major city does. Philadelphia does. In fact, more people have been shot during this show in Philadelphia than were shot, of course, during the Toronto Raptors parade. But that's a daily occurrence, unfortunately. But the amazing thing is that they had shootings in Toronto. I know. And all we hear about is, well, Toronto doesn't have the kind of problems we have in the United States. Yes, they do. And they don't have, they're not allowed to have guns or, I mean, what's, what is it in Canada where they, their gun control laws are severe, right? I don't know. I'm not going to get into gun control no, talk. But I, mean, or, like, that's I don't know what the difference is. So the bottom line is, guess who gets guns? Bad guys get guns. And people get guns illegally. Exactly. And those are not under the same jurisdiction as any kind of gun law. Go figure. There was no rioting in San Antonio when the Spurs were the dynasty, the Red Sox. You know, my point is, I'm not trying to condemn the entire city of Toronto. No, because it's a fantastic city. Exactly. But the problem is, now this casts a pall over what's going on. And it's not just a United States issue. It's not just a people have too many guns issue. It's that bad guys get guns. And bad guys with guns do bad things with guns. Correct. And that's what happened. And those are the laws that we need to have be... There's nothing you can do. You can't change any laws to make this stop. Consequential laws. So, like, if you do something with a gun, there should be a very large consequence rather than it being sort of shoved under the carpet. But there's not anymore because we now live in an era where people are being allowed out of jail, and it used to be just for having an ounce of weed or having a joint in your hands. Those people are all going to get out because they should be out. This is my opinion. I'm I'm not into politics and trying to tell people how to think. I'm just saying, if you're sitting in a jail cell because you got busted for weed 10 years ago, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Those people need to get out of there, especially and, when weed's being legalized all over the place. And and if you would not go to jail now for the same offense that you are in jail for, then the uh, you should have retroactive. So you should get out based upon the fact that the laws have changed. Exactly. And that's what's happening in, under criminal justice right. reform. 
But now the criminal justice reform thing is being taken to the umpteenth level, which is what always happens when there's local governments or state governments or now the federal government change the rules. People always find loopholes to break it. And so if you're going to say, hey, a guy got caught with a gun 10 years ago, should he be out on the streets again? That's where you have to make a determination on what the rules are. But to me, if you get caught shooting a gun in public, you should be in jail for a long, long time. Whether it's a legal gun that you have a right to carry or whether it's an illegally purchased gun. My world, you're going to jail. And you ain't getting out for a long time. And that's how you have to make people accountable for crimes. But we're now in an era where we want to determine what crimes should be. Like having a gun and shooting a gun in a crowd, I don't know what the law is there. But it's amazing how we are trying to just, because there was the Philadelphia police commissioner yesterday, Mm -hmm. after there was that shooting over the weekend at a graduation, it was a combination Father's Day graduation party that took place in southwest Philadelphia in in, in front of a, in front of us, it was basically in a public schoolyard. Right. It was in a public park. There was kids there too, Kids there, kids got shot. A couple of guys show up with guns and they start shooting randomly. One guy died. While being at a graduation Father's Day party. I mean, that's the amazing thing. So the the bottom line is, and then you have the DA in this city saying that, oh, you know, well, it's it's about this and that and the other. No, it's not. It's about it's about not making people afraid to break the law. Sorry, Tony, to interrupt you. Was that somebody that I need to go let in? Yes. Okay. I'll be right back. You have people just walking up to the house. Robin's mom and her son, at least, were smart enough to leave the premises. Actually, he's taking Robin's mom around town. They went to the Liberty Bell yesterday. They went to the Barnes Foundation Museum. And so the problem right now is there's no consequences. And when I say no, the consequences aren't people aren't afraid now to break the law because they figure there's going to be some loophole to get away from it. And when the Philadelphia police commissioner himself says, we, are, we have changed the rules now, and now people are not afraid of being arrested because they know they're going to be released. And if you don't have a fear of consequences, when I was a kid growing up, we did stupid stuff. All kids did. But you know what you were afraid of? You weren't afraid that the police were Nazis and they were going to club you, whether you're white, black, because there were police everywhere. I lived in a mixed neighborhood. Police didn't care about your color. They cared if you were breaking the law. And if you were breaking the law and walking around... You are afraid of getting arrested. Now people aren't afraid of being arrested. So anyway, that's, the, uh, that's, that's my opinion on that. I have no power to stop people doing gun shootings. I don't have any answers to that. I have no problems to how to fix things in neighborhoods other than clean my own street, which I do, because the city doesn't clean it anymore because they can't afford to. So I go out and clean my own street. I don't complain. I'll clean other people's trash that throw it out on the streets and don't care. Tony, I'm sorry. That was not even the in-studio guest that I was expecting. This is a surprise visit. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news all the way from Chip Kelly's training camp at UCLA, where even his own players don't have his phone number and hate him beyond anything you can imagine at the UCLA campus. The man who was in the UCLA, and I believe is still a, 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 a founding member. Uh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, let's get an update. Ladies and gentlemen, he made the trip all the way in from L.A. Well, actually, 
Actually, no, he's from the Turn That Mic on, Robin. It's on. The great Tony Solarzano. Let me get the, the band up, Robin. I didn't even know he was going to be here today. I didn't either. Well, actually, we were, we were actually we were, we were going to stop by Friday because, you know. Get up last, a little bit closer now. You know, last week was your birthday. Yes. And, you know, as the, as the old saying goes, beware Mexicans bearing gifts. <laughs> Where did that, is that at the, no, that's only at the border. That's not here in Philadelphia. We're not close to the border. Well, so everything's like okay. The, the border to New Jersey's right right over there at Delaware. Right yeah, but that's, there's no wall there. There's no wall that separates New Jersey. There's just a bridge and really ridiculous tolls. Not as bad as the New York tolls oh. when you're trying to get out of New Jersey or out of New York and into New Jersey. Yeah, that's, that's a game it's an absolute yeah. outrage. And I so tall. Hang on a second. <laughs> sure. Sure, no problem. Our good friend from... We, we actually met Tony Solorzano out in Los Angeles when we would do remotes. Over a decade ago. Over a decade ago. He moved back into this... He moved to this area. How long ago now? It's now six years. Six years ago, he said... I don't want to be in L.A. anymore. <laughs> Chip Kelly's coaching the Bruins. Oh, no, it was still during uh, Neuheisel's reign when I... Rick Neuheisel. <laughs> you got all kinds of problems with USC, UCLA. You still have the old, the old karma and stigma hanging about O.J. Simpson. Oh. All of the issues that affect Los Angeles, California, where I oh, lived for 11 don't, years. Don't even, don't even get me started about, about Aunt Becky's Slacker Academy. Oh, <laughs> so how are you, now? Tony's a follower. Now you follow us on the Twitch show now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's on my it's on my Twitter feed, uh, at the right at the top window you know, for the live stuff. So so do you tune in every day? Do you participate on the uh, on the? I stretch? try to when I can. Now, I, what is your name on there? Because you know we know pretty much everybody on here well, now. We know you for, before yeah, this. Yeah, you know, my Twitter handle is always, as always SoloSportsComs. SoloSportsCom.com. No, SoloSportsComs. C O M M S. But what are you on Twitch? I'm not on Twitch. Oh, that's what I'm asking uh, about. No, 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 I'm not on Twitch. I watch you on Twitter. Oh, wait a minute. I hate to do this, man. So early in your return appearance. Actually, speaking of which, yes. we do have people that are on Twitch and use uh, our Twitter and Periscope, etc. And Facebook Live. And so we need to say goodbye to them so that they make the switch to Twitch. They Get need out. to do that. As Harry Mays would say to those people right now. Get because out. it is a... So if, if you are... Like this man right here, Tony Solorzano. Tony Solorzano, who not only follows you, Tony, but he followed you from California all the way to Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> I almost had to invoke stalking laws to find out whether or not he really well, came here. This for me. is really the reason why I came. This beautiful young lady right here. Yeah, this is my stepdaughter, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. She actually wanted to. Oh, come she's to doing meet the you. she's doing the Fortnite wave. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she yeah she is a, she actually plays Fortnite. I do occasionally as well. Oh, why don't you give Tony his present? Now you know, so, let me finish, you know though. that Twitch Ninja is like the number one guy on Twitch, which mm -hmm. is why we're on here. Not big, thank you very much. You don't have to bring gifts. Oh well, well now I have a I have a thing reason. Now that right there is a copy of my book that was twenty three years in the making, from the case files of Anton Solo, Tony Solorzano, the winds of the Nuanu Pali. Nuanu Pali. Now do you smoke that? Do you eat no, that? What is a Nuanu Pali? That's actually a uh, landmark in the on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. I knew it was Hawaiian. Yeah, it is no actually, pineapple on it though, right? Like no, pizza. actually, it's the site of the last battle that unified the islands under King Kamehameha the first. Wow! Wow! And cool. What I've noticed that all throughout the years, when you have uh, phenomenal radio shows on TV, there's always that uh, that little brag, that little uh, corner of tchotchkes and stuff. Yes, and we're building it up back here. So I figured everybody's got to have a droid at least once. Absolutely. And who better than... We have lots of droids on this show. Yeah, but who Most of them than, are our listeners, but we love them anyway, regardless. <laughs> and who better than, than, than uh, BB-8, the real star of the, 
the sequel trilogy. Oh, I love BB-8. I love BB-8. I love BBWs too. Every once in a while, slump upsters. You know, you gotta, you gotta be. Tony, be careful with him. I'm opening I'm opening BB-8 very carefully. Yeah, he actually sits on the. He actually sits on the. He's got a pedestal. Yeah, he sits on the pedestal. You can actually see on the bottom. He's got a little. Very cute. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I, I knew you got you, you. You need at least one. Yes. I have just the old R two. You know what? He's like a C three PO. He is. He is a combo mambo. He's a droid and a bobblehead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. anyway, back to the book. Twitch. Oh, to Twitch. I'm sorry. If yeah. you are listening right now and watching and or watching on Twitter, Periscope, um, Facebook Live, or YouTube, make the switch to Twitch. <laughs> I am turning you guys off. You guys should know by now and it is so easy. What's the matter with you people? Okay, and I, you know what? It is easy, but it is not as easy as I made it out to be originally. I know that there are some people that are having a little bit hard time wrapping their brain around Twitch. If you have any questions whatsoever, DM me, email me, Miss Robin Austin. It's the same all over the place at gmail.com, on Twitter, on everywhere. Miss mm-hmm. Robin Austin. Um, I will walk you through it. Um, but you just download the app for free, whether it's on your desktop, whether it's on your mobile device. You create an account. It's free. They don't send you any other crap that you don't need. Um, and it looks like it's a gaming app when you when you first sign on. So because that's, little, how, that's what it was that's created. That was originally started. started. So people are a little bit like freaked out that aren't gamers. They're like, oh my God, I don't want to be playing games. You don't have to play games. We don't don't play front no games. No. All you need to do is create, just just (laughs) scroll through all of the gaming questions and create the account, create a handle, and then get. Go and in the in the search engine, type in Bruno Nation Live, correct, and then mm-hmm. follow. And you don't have to pay to listen nope, or watch nothing. or com- comment or anything. And then you will see us every single day, Monday through Friday, one to four p.m. And now you get is, notified. Now, now, Tony, that book is actually a first edition. Is this first? Can you sign? And you're going to personalize oh, it yeah, for me? I need it. I need it personalized. Of course. All of my books from all of my friends. Now, the nice thing about George that one Carlin, is it's you name it. A, everybody who's a, a little mini mystery story that I wrote. Am I mentioned anywhere in this said book? Um, not in this one, but you might actually be in uh, in one of the next ones. Because this one, like I said, is is set in Hawaii, although I did, I do occasionally stick some things in there. I actually have a little mention of a... Okay. Uh, do you mention the big island? Say goodbye, say goodbye to all the, the people on Twitter and, and Facebook because we, we hope to see you on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. No, not that other side. No, not that other side. No, the Twitch side. Exactly. Now, your stepdaughter's got to be on Twitch because she's a big gamer, right? Is she following Ninja on there? And all the other great Fortnite players and all the great games? She doesn't have a a computer that works that well with her dad. But um, you can actually put that on your tablet. Exactly. You can have it on your phone, on your tablet, on your big screen. There's no reason that you can't get... We don't have a smart TV yet. You don't even need a smart TV. You just need a phone. Correct. If you don't have a phone, you need a tablet. If you don't have a tablet, you need a desktop. If you don't have a desktop, you get a laptop. If you have a laptop, you get a TV. There's no way that you can be prevented from listening to the show until the government comes in and shuts us down, which I think they're pretty close to doing after some of the stuff I've said today. <sighs> but this is good. Now, does the big island of Kamalamalaya mentioned in here? Um, I think part of it is in there. Like I said, the whole thing is a mystery novel um, that was set. I wrote it. Actually, I wrote it in 19. The originally wrote it in 1993 after I spent a week in Hawaii with a friend of mine after celebrating my 
uh, earning my associate's degree in history from East LA College. Beautiful. <laughs> Robin, you need to crank this music up because I have to play this when Tony, ever Tony's oh, yeah, always on. Ah, oh, the student band. Yeah. That's yeah, not a really yeah. good UCLA one, though. That's actually that's actually the what's one of the. Uh, it's now become one of their signature songs from the last thirty years. I played that as a freshman. What's the song? That's uh, Cameo's "Word Up." Word Up. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, we we used to play it in the alumni band until a couple of years ago. That's that's too white for me though. I need to get more funk in the UCLA oh, tr- band. Oh, trust me. There's um. I know it's a diverse do, band. Do have, I don't mean it's do, not no they diversity. Had, they have uh, Jimi Hendrix's "Fire." Um, no. She said, "Don't don't do with the cat." Yeah, this, don't this do is... don't touch her. She's she's the only one that's a little unpredictable. Yeah, she's... That especially if she doesn't know you. So yeah, even when she knows you like me, she wants to make sure it's me. Yes, I know, sweetie. I know. Sweetie. Now the other one, Riddle. He yeah. he loves he loves yeah, the, I, other, oh, the other guys are fine. You it's... could pretty much you could pretty much eat him alive, and <laughs> he mean, wouldn't care. Do I need to say anything more than she's female? Oh. <laughs> No, so is Bruno we were, Mars mentioned in the uh, Hawaiian book now? Because uh, there's a lot. Don Ho. Is Don no, Ho mentioned um, in the book? No, actually, the if you remember... How about Bai Sikahama? No, no, he's not from Hawaii. He's from, <laughs> he's uh, Samoa. He's from Samoa. No, um, I actually mention a few landmarks in there. Of course, the Polynesian Cultural Center. The, the, the world-famous uh, Ala Moana Hotel actually is... In the book, I've actually merged it with another, with another hotel to make this huge, giant property. And there, you know, like I said, it, it it was written up for a long, long time. And it's the funny story about this is um, we, my parents switched computers from an old Apple II GS, which I wrote that on, to a Macintosh, and I never moved the original manuscript over. But I had a hard copy that was actually lost in the garage for about a decade and a half. And about ten years ago, I found it, and after I moved here, I redid it and got it published on Amazon. Beautiful. Yeah. Now, so Robin, you were, now, Tony, I have something here. Bring this is, up a little is, bit. I need music UCLA, in the background. Is the UCLA song called Ghost Dragon? What is the Ghost no, Dragon? No, I have it right here. No, it's that's Sons of Westwood or the Mighty Bruins. Oh. Here's, this is the actual song, the Sons of Westwood. That would be, yeah, that's our, the singing version. Why is this not going on? Because you keep muting know. it. Yeah, that's the... That's a great student band led by uh, the departing Gordon uh, Henderson, which is kind of, you know kind of a surprise. Even I actually was I uh, marched under Henderson back in the '80s, and um, what I didn't know was that he uh, he's recently announced that he's uh, battling cancer, so he's taking a sabbatical from from school, and he's talking about retiring. So they're not even talking about UCLA on the UCLA campus in Westwood right now because of the hatred of Chip Kelly. Which runs deep because I keep you know, reading these stories. To be, to be honest with you, we we actually I had a talk with this with Mike Ragalato of GojoBruin.com this week, and it's kind of funny that this story about Chip Kelly was coming from a web what well, was coming from a Twitter account that seemed to link a number of Trojan Twitter accounts, but no link to any story. But they do this for all colleges. There's a website you're mentioning. That's where I saw the story where they get inside sources at all these colleges yeah. to talk about... Sources. Yeah, but, but for example, they talk about Iowa and they talk about Kirk Ferentz and people there love Kirk Ferentz. So I'm sure if they got some UCLA people to say they really love Chip Kelly, they would have posted that. But And it's not that everything is negative about every coach. No. On some campuses, the students and the athlete and the athletic departments love the coaches. But, and again, I'm not here to bash Chip Kelly, oh, but no, I'm reading no, that... no, no, no. So you don't believe it's true that only 10 people have his phone number 
on the I'm, entire UCLA football team. I am team. skeptical of it. I'm not going to say right out it's a lie, but I'm skeptical of it. My The journalistic cynicism in me tells me I need to verify this before I make a judgment on it. You know, that's just... That's that's just because, are you being a UCLA Bruins homer now, or no. are you actually using... No, I fair I, and if, balanced reporting. I, I will say this: last year, I was actually advocating for us to go winless in the entire year, just to kind of tear everything down. And but you, it it's not like up. the Sixers; you don't tank for draft picks in college. No, Come you on, don't Tom. do that. No, and and you know, you see, you see that you know, when Chip came into the to the to the Eagles. Yes, what was it? They loved Six. him initially because he was fresh out of college. The whole innovation, you know, all you the, remember, the smoothies and, and all you remember that. Other all stuff. of all of a sudden, after one year, he started moving players that. Didn't quite fit his exactly, and this is just the same thing. But that's but going but on see before. the thing is now Chip Kelly has a track record. His Oregon record was good. Mm-hmm. He comes to the Eagles. There's a lot of hype. Oh, you know Jeffrey yeah, and, Lurie and, takes a chance on a college coach and all. Oh, he's and the and the players bought into the smoothies and playing the music. And then after a couple of years, it was like, get out of here, Chip. And then he goes to the 49ers. And that was a disaster. And they hate him in San Francisco. I don't want to hate Chip Kelly. I actually, I actually saw him in bars a lot of times. So he goes out and has beers with people. Yeah, so he's not and, like he's a recluse. And, you know, the thing about it is there's people seem to always conflate the Coach Kelly with the Chip Kelly after hours. Exactly. There's two different Chip Kellys. No doubt about it. He's, there's no he doubt is, he's a control freak. When, yeah, when he is on his game, he's on his game. Everything else is off to the side, if anything. You know, um, but... I, I as, as I said last year, and I'm going to say it again this year, I'm giving him four years to show me something. Now, he's been there wide. Is this his second season? Second, it's only his second season. This is his first full recruiting So class. now he, you're giving him four years, but what about the rest of the UCLA Bruin alum? Um, there are some who are already, to, oh, God, you know, what have we done? We've we made a mistake. You know, but that was the same thing, because we had the same thing going with Carl Durrell. We had the same thing going with Rick Neuheisel. We had the same thing, well, you know, after... after Rick Bob Neuheisel did give me a lot of good basketball picks in my NCAA <laughs> pools, though. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, see, the thing about it is, is that there is this perception for UCLA fans that we are only going to accept certain things. I mean, this is true with our basketball. This is this is one of the things that's always bugged me when they talk basketball, is that for us, they think, oh, well, if we don't win a national championship, it's not, if we don't replicate Coach Wooden, it's it's not, we, we won't accept it. And that is that is a load of bull. Okay, and, and I will say this right off the bat. Steve Alford, when he was hired, I immediately did not like him, not because of what he, but I looked at his track record. One of the things that I was saying with him is that I don't trust his judgment when it comes to players. And what did he do immediately? He centered the entire four years around his, around his son Bryce, or as we like to call him, baby boy Bryce. Because everything was around daddy's kid. I mean, you, we had Zach Levine, we had Norm Powell, we had all those great players that ended up going one and duns because they didn't want to stick around with him. And the, prod, and, the, and the program suffered. But nobody does anymore. I mean, even when Ben Howland was there, you know, he, he tried at Pitt, he tried to keep players. Now it doesn't matter what program you are. You get a good player, he's leaving after one year. Not necessarily, but I mean, well... Well, if he's a, if he's a blue chipper... Or he, has, or, he has a, or he has a dominating jackass of a dad. Well, that's true, Looking too. at you, LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mick, now, wanna... people are asking about Mick Cronin, the former Cincinnati oh. coach. Oh, let me tell you something. You have I, breaking news on I, Mick no, Cronin no, for I'm, us? I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't have breaking news on it, but I have an opinion on it already. In just the 
It's unusual because it? we don't normally do opinions on the, the show, the but I'll, month, I'll let you go. I'll let you slide about, this time. It's been about, what, six weeks since he was hired? He's already made these moves that tells not just the fan base, but the alumni, I want you as part of this. He reached out. He had this thing in May where he brought as many basketball alumni together for a sit-down dinner and Q&A with him. We had, you had Kareem, you had Reggie Miller, you had practically everybody that wasn't in the NBA playoffs at the time there. What about Bill Walton? Was he there? Walton was there. Oh, he had to be there. Yeah, if he's Walton not there. Was there. Kareem and Walton are not, and Bob Myers and um, Michael Warren and Gail Goodrich aren't there. Then you know he's they're they're not they're not buying it. But what about were, Matt Barnes? Was he there selling T-shirts that Matt Barnes will kill you? Because I love Matt Barnes. <laughs> yeah, we all love Matt Barnes. You know, it's, it's sad that he you know he's sad that he kind of he kind of went a little nutsy Fagan at the end there with, under <laughs> under Howland, but. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't deny that he had this certain, this certain je ne sais quoi about, you know, there was, there was that toughness under the boards that we hadn't seen before. And it was, it was a little jarring at first, but, you know, it was effective. This is and good West like, Coast, because we don't know, this isn't like the old East Coast, West Coast rap wars. Oh, and let me. Th- where let me, people killed each other. This oh. is about, you know. We have a we have fans all over the country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in L.A. where I used to live, San Francisco, they're oh, all listening. You still so. do. I mean, you've and got friends, is, you've got fans up in Toronto, exactly, who are, who are enjoying themselves right now. Was for, was Sean Farnham there? Is another question from our boy Trevor I in believe, the two hundred three. I believe he was. I don't have. I, I obviously I didn't have a. Uh, obviously I didn't have a guest list of who was there. Well, you got see now but, that's the kind of stuff we need on the show. Yeah. it's all about having the little. The, the extras that you're not going to get well, the, anywhere the, else. The, the, the best part about that was when, when this thing was happening, this was right about the time that the Lakers were melting down. And speaking as a Clipper fan, I was enjoying it so much. Ugh. It's over for the Clippers now, though, Tony. Uh, I don't know. We're, it's we're over. Hearing, now that, now that LeBron has cranked it up again, yeah, well, now that he's got Anthony Davis and he's going to get Kemba Walker and he's going to bring in Jimmy Butler, then he's going to bring in Kawhi Leonard, then he's going to bring in... Uh, Whoever else is left. No, well, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. Like I said, I, I, I play this wait and see thing because there are going to be some people who are going to. Oh, thank you. There are going to be some uh, players who are going to say, "Well, what do you need me for? I'm going to go someplace where I can, I can have opportunity. I can play better. I get minutes." You know, because the perception, I mean, living out there 11 years, is that you know West Coast fans they're not as passionate about their sports as we are here on the East Coast, New York, oh. Philly, Boston. They, they, in general, they're not having been there for that many years and having obviously been doing national sports mm-hmm. for 40 years of my career, yep. it says the, the Brabbit fans, I mean, the UCLA basketball fans, because you've got the old alumni who show up with their Letterman jackets all the time. So it goes back. It's not just the current fan base that has to oh, be no. excited. It has to be the entire alumni. And I'm seeing a lot of alumni from my era, from the 80s, who are excited for basketball again because Alfred literally drained that excitement out of the program in six years. Um, was that O'Bannon there? The O'Bannon. Uh, that was eight ninety five. That I, was, I know, and I'm talking about that. This everybody's asking about yeah, the, at I'm, the Mick Cronin. Yeah, there were there were there were. I'm, I would, were all the O'Bannon brothers there? I should hope so. Okay. I don't know about Charles, but I'm sure Ed was. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he doesn't have time to get off. You know, he can take off time from his car dealerships in Vegas. I mean, exactly. You know, he makes this is inside. This is inside West Coast, well, East I'll, Coast I'll, knowledge, I'll right you, here. I'll tell you the nice thing that this year really proved is that. UCLA fans were not limited to just basketball and football because this year we were everywhere. 
the gymnastics. Well, and, they're and, always and good I'll in gymnastics, you, water polo. I mean, they're supposed to be good at that and stuff. I, and I'll tell you something right now. Valerie Condos Field, Miss Val, who, who sadly has decided to move on and retire after 30 years, you know, she left a legacy that few can match. And I've said this online, I've said this in a couple of blog posts, is that she is the real legacy of John Wooden. Not because of any, any successes and stuff, but she took the pyramid, the concept of the pyramid of success to heart, and she passed it on to her, to her gymnast. I mean, you don't have to look any further than Sovina De Jesus and uh, Caitlin Ohashi, and even, even the great um, Danusha Francis. Who, who's the who's the the girl who did that amazing floor? Oh, the, she's the retired floor. this year, this uh, year or last year? Well, I think year? I think no, it was she's, last she's, year. This year was, last year was Sofina De Jesus. No, the, the, she's, and this year was Caitlin Ohashi. This is the one that Ohashi. Was, yeah, Caitlin yes. was the former Olympian. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, she got she the perfect ten. Yeah, she had weeks of perfect tens. Her and Kyla Ross. Now Kyla Ross is really the big star of that of that team because she's coming back next year. She's coming back as a senior next year. And we're going to have Madison Koshin back next year. And, and her successor, Chris Waller, who was a gymnast my year, when I was at UCLA. He was actually on the gymnastics team in 88 and 89 when I was there. He understands, he really took, he really took uh, Val's teachings to heart. He understands the program because he was part of the program. He's an Olympic athlete. He's an Olympic medalist. He's a he's a he's a, an individual national champion. He understands all of this, and the girls are going to really benefit from him. The one thing I'm bummed, most bummed about in my years at, at uh, in California, living in L.A., obviously most of them, is that I never got to get a scholarship to the UCLA crew team, even though I would always go over and walk along the jetty there in Marina Del Rey Jetty, and always go there and see the UCLA crew where they work out where they actually practice, and I'm wondering, how could I ever become a member? Because I'm pretty good at the rowing. You know, I'm well, a waterman, Robin, here's, here's, and I'm a good boat, boat rower. I, I can grab the oars. Here's the funny thing. During their, their, uh, here's the funny thing. During their recent <laughs> last few years, uh, guess who's been the band for their uh, regattas against USC? Who? Us. No. Mm-hmm. Did you take any money or did you pay anybody Please. to get to be part of the band and then deprive other people who are really good band members from an opportunity. 40, I paid my $45 dues every year while I lived out there. I still send in my money every now and then. I'm waiting on a new T-shirt for this, a new, uh, a new uh, alumni band shirt for this year. Did you, have you ever met Lori Laughlin or any of the other people suspected of paying off to get their kids into Westwood? Uh, no, but then again, I usually run into uh, USC Trojan quarterbacks when I go to through the Panda Express on Figueroa. Oh. Usually work in the drive-thru. Hey-oh! <laughs> well, <Hi-oh>. Tony, <laughs> I, I hate to cut this love fest short, but I'm we have so many different things that we need to handle oh, before no. we... No, we're not throwing them out here. No, we're, we're just wanting throwing... to catch up a little bit. Yes. Nobody knows the Southern California, UCLA, USC. That is absolutely correct. The Dodgers, Lakers, oh. Tony Clippers. Is our UCLA insider. Yes. Yes, he oh, is. Your Dodger insider too. And I, he does. He has Chip Kelly's phone number, which shows you how much credence he has. You don't want to. Not Credence Clearwater Revival. They're broke up, and they're, they're really. Hey, weren't, I ain't they're no not fortunate the, son. They're not the same without uh, without John Fogarty. Uh, yeah, I mean John Fogarty yeah. is. Well, look at me. I can play center field. Credence, <laughs> see, that's good knowledge right there. That's kind of now. He, he's he, he's he's in that same stratosphere mentally with the show. <laughs> With Petros and money and all oh, the oh, all the even, deep, all the deep, deep thinkers that they, listen. There is a feud going on between Matt Petros and my brother. 
Oh, oh, we'll have to get to that oh, off the air. We can't. We can't air dirty laundry no, yet. Can't. Oh no! Hey. Well, believe me, they've been airing it on the air, and uh, <laughs> let's well. just say that my brother is now living rent free in Matt's head. Wow! <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I hate when that kind of stuff happens. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't happen on this show, speaking, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of renters, I yes. do have a Florida update, Tony. We have a Florida oh, update right now. I do. Would you like to go to the Florida update next? Rent don't buy. That's hold my on, motto. Hold on. If we're going to Florida news, I have to do a couple things. Okay, let's first. let's let's Florida let's transition into Florida. I know John Fogarty still tears, still tours, okay. but he sings all the Creedence songs because they're all his songs. Love John Fogarty. But Credence, te- uh, Credence tours, too, and they do Credence songs, but they don't have anybody who sounds like John Fogarty. Yeah. So who are you going to go see? Even if he's down where? Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays. Every day in Florida. Now, here she is, a woman who's been to Florida many times, has wrestled alligators, has beaten down mosquitoes and green head flies. Your correspondent, Miss Robin. Now, Tony, I thought at first that, um, that maybe Luigi, he's not here, right? I thought maybe he had moved to Florida and did not tell us about yes, this. Yes, when you sent me this story this morning, you wanted to know if this was Luigi Curto, yes. the actual subject line of this particular situation, which we're going to unveil in the Situation Room without Wolf Blitzer today. Because it said that man, things get ugly when Renter takes too many showers. Renter? I didn't even kiss her. So... Here's the story, and here is a photograph of the gentleman, which, you know, maybe maybe he could be a, a relative oh, of Luigi's. Oh, he's got beautiful hair. He does have beautiful hair. But let's go to Pasco County, oh, Florida. And they, and they just stopped using Pasco County Sheriff on live PD every weekend on A&E. Pasco County was awesome, man. There was always good bus going down there, and now they're not on there anymore. It's an outrage. But I love this headline. A Florida landlord took his, told his renter he took too many showers. <laughs> then things got dirty. Oh, no. That something went terribly. T- I, thought, something I thought that went- only happened on VH1's Behind the Music, where there's always a great story, and then something goes terribly, something terribly wrong. Something went terribly, terribly, terribly <laughs> wrong. Um, so... The story goes that... What's this dude's name? Do we have an ID on him? <clears throat> was he using Pantene or what kind of shampoo was he using? I don't know. His hair is very, very lovely, fluffy, according, shiny. According to this police report, <laughs> the suspect, who is the landlord named Byron Christianudis, oh. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, told he has a roommate told his roommate... The suspect is not the landlord. The suspect is the... I'm sorry. I got it flipped around. So, Christian... Byron Christianudis is the... is the tenant. Right. Okay. Okay. And so, he said his landlord, who is his roommate, said, I'm going to go take a shower. Wait a minute. His roommate is his landlord? Who lives with their landlord? Well, Luigi did. Oh, that's true. Okay. So, he said the, the landlord then told him not to do that because he took too many damn showers. I seem to recall saying that very often yes. in this same house. Luigi would take four or five showers a day. And now my water bill's over $1,000, and I have the city threatening to come here and shut it down. Nobody takes more showers than Luigi. 
Well, Nobody. Things, things escalated from there. Things never escalated quite this bad. Not even at the, the Bunny Ranch no. do they take as many showers as Luigi used to take here. According to the report, <laughs> Christian Nudis put the landlord in a headlock and scratched his face, leaving lacerations. The 48-year-old renter admitted to putting his landlord in the headlock, but did so because he felt threatened. Did he do he the said. DDT? Did he do uh, some of the great WWE moves when you get somebody know. in a headlock? The, the landlord's name was not released, <laughs> but he was charged today with battery on a person over 65. Did you know that you could actually have, like, if you do battery on a person over this 65? Kid, but this guy doesn't look more? like he's 65. No, the, so he was the one that battered his landlord. Who's the 65-year-old? Yes. Why would a 65-year-old guy have this do-not living with him as a roommate as, as, as the landlord? Didn't he put him in the walls of Jericho? Thank you, Trevor, from the, the figure eight leg lock. You got to use all the moves now. So wait a minute. Didn't the, guy pay, uh, didn't the guy pay money for the water bill? If you're a landlord and somebody's using a lot of water, what, is, what does he pay? What did he pay to live in this same room, the same apartment with the landlord? You, you're asking the wrong person. How do you get says- into a headlock, conf- headlock confrontation over too many showers. You say, hey, dude, here's the water bill. You're using most of the water. Pay most of the damn bill. Does pay. it have to resort to physical contact? Pay up, buddy. But the uh, Christian Nudis was charged today with battery on a person over 65. So that's a whole oh, separate so if category. Someone, now that I'm over 65, yeah, if, they, if somebody, someone even looks at me wrong, then you can then I can file charges? Yeah, I think that that's, it's, it's like a hate crime. Could I put them in the figure <laughs> four? And he was taken to Lando Lakes Jail on a uh, $5,000 bond. Did they butter him up a little bit when they got him in there? <laughs> That was too easy. That was. I mean, that's like that's like a Jared Eikoff fastball right down the middle of the plate. I'm putting that one into the upper deck and left field as a right-handed hitter. Oh. (laughs) There you go, Tony. There is your first of two Florida stories today. It's almost like Hawaii, except completely different. Why is everything in Pasco County and Lando Lakes, it seems, lately? I need, an, I need an answer from Dean, who is the man who understands all of the Florida hanky-panky and stuff going on down there. The hell's the matter with him? And the other thing about guys who take a lot of showers, women are supposed to take longer. They got long hair, you know what I'm saying? But when guys take a shower, you don't need to be in there for 20 minutes. What are you washing? I don't care if you have hair all the way. I don't care if you're, if you're what's-his-name. Who's the, the former model dude, Robin? The Italian guy? Who's the Italian guy with the long hair, the model who was on all those ma- magazines? Fabio. I bet you Fabio doesn't spend 20 minutes in a shower. You're heading out, Tony. Thank you, bud. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Heading back all the way out to California as there's a nonstop going right to LAX at 3 o'clock, and I think he's going to make it. The great Tony Solo's out. Let me put my hands together for him. And your hands. And your hands and your hands. And even you, Oprah. Fabio, baby. I don't care how long your thing is. 20 minutes in a shower, you should be arrested and charged with water abuse, wasting natural resources. I agree. Well, no, okay, okay, to be fair, 
I think that if you take a shower multiple times a day, then they should be really, really short, like two minutes. But if you're taking a shower every Like I do, like a Saturday. Like I've always done my whole life. I wait till Saturday. That's that shower and bath day. You do then, not you know, wait an entire No, week. that was a joke when you were a kid because everybody said, you know, you take a shower every Saturday because that's wash, when you would go out. I wash my hair like every five days or so. <laughs> and when I wash my hair... It is a long shower. It takes a long ass time. Yeah, that's to why our my... water bill was a thousand dollars last year. No, that was because of Luigi. Between you and Luigi, we used more water than no. it would take to okay. fill up the Camden Aquarium main tank. If somebody takes a shower every day for five minutes, <laughs> or if somebody takes a shower twice a week and takes twenty minutes, then that should be fine because you're using the same amount of water. No, it's not. You're wrong, Robin. I may have to put one of those timers on. You know when you go into like a campground and you have to put money in for a shower and it only gives you five minutes and then it shuts off? There's places like that. You know, there's campgrounds where they're coin-operated showers. I know. They don't want people going into the campground where there's limited hot water I bring and then one points. idiot goes in there and uses up all the water supply. Or it's like when we're on a boat and, you know, and there's, there's limited amounts of water yes. on a sailboat. yes. And because they have to go to land and refill the water tanks. Yes. And you can't have one person like Robin, who's out there using like 15 of the 35 gallons on her one stinking shower because she's got to watch. So what we do now, we, we take a shower on the, on the, uh, on the back. Uh-huh. Aft? The no, aft? it's on the... Uh, on the, uh, on the steps it? in the back. Exactly. Not just on the steps, on the, on the platform, on the... On the aft cabin platform mm -hmm. where you can stand up there. There's a ladder. So you wash down. You just put a little water on your fresh water from a hose that's out there on the back on the, on the platform. And then you use body shampoo and then you jump into the salt water and it's awesome. clean yourself off. And then you get back off and do one quick fresh water rinse and then boom, you're done. There's nothing like skinny dip bath in and rinse off in the ocean. It's fantastic. Exactly right. By the Talk way, did they find the Indian magician guy? Because I haven't seen an update on that. I, you know what? I have not seen an we gotta, update on that We got to look. Because I mean, yesterday we were talking about this, uh, not Egyptian, he's obviously Indian, an Indian magician who did one of the tricks that Houdini made famous, not the one in the cage in the water. It was the one where he was bound around his arms and legs and chains, and then they grab him by his feet, hang him upside down by a crane, and then put him into the river, the Yangtze River, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden they couldn't find him. And people thinking, oh, this is just a joke. It's just some way of getting publicity. And they waited 24 hours and hadn't found him. Now here we are 48 hours later. we got to find out whether they found him. Let's By the way, Thoroughbred1004 says in Camp Hill Prison, they give you three-minute showers. Wet, wash, rinse, and three minutes. Yeah, they do this in a lot of places. By the way, you were in Camp Hill Prison. What were you in for, Thoroughbred? We have a very, very captive audience here on the show, and I want to thank all of our... We used to get fan mail from people in jail who used to listen to the show. Do you know Speaking that? Speaking of mail, Tony Bruno, when I went up there to let Tony Solorzano in, guess what? Oh, what's in the we box? have a box? That is correct. We, we have ha a box. We have a box. Is it the box we've been waiting for? I do believe it is, Mr. Bruno. Oh. oh. Uh, we're going to find out in a second. Whoops. Bang. You have the, the scissors behind you, though. Oh, I don't even need it. How about this uh, machete that I borrowed from an 11-year-old kid who took care of a home invader in his house? You see that story? 
No. Some dude shows up at this kid's house who's 11 years old. The, the guy who was trying to rob him had uh-huh. a BB gun. Uh-huh. The kid inside, 11 years old. Had a machete. Whipped out the machete, and he said, excuse me, voila. I'm assuming it did not go well for the... uh, No. You don't bring a BB gun to a machete fight. Let me tell you that right now. And that young man, we gave him a roaring round of applause. Bob from Valley Forge says his wife yells at him when he's in the shower. Are you masturbating in there? I said no. If I was, I would have been done 10 minutes ago. Oh! Oh! Ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you have been waiting for, the daily... Oh, what's in the box? The box has been opened, and now there's another box inside. Is yes. this like the Russian doll? What do they call those Russian... Now, uh, this is the replacement for the the piece that I put on the wish list that was the incorrect piece. So this is the new phone box. This is the new phone box. Ladies and gentlemen. And it is beautiful. It is called... The JK Audio Broadcast Host Analog Desktop Digital Hybrid. Not the nesting dolls. This is in a box, and it's a white box. Is that racist? Why couldn't you get a colored box or a nice blue or aquamarine or pink? Tony, you ask questions that I do not have answers to. I know. I'm just trying to make it. Yeah, this looks nice. Not that the other box wasn't nice. No, and the the JK Audio spokesperson that I, I... um, Did you talk to Mr. J.K. himself? No, but I, I was on a very long phone conversation with them, and they apologized. They said that the description um, in the sale on the Amazon site really should have been a little bit more clear that the one that I originally had on the wish list, which the fabulous A.J. in San Antonio purchased for us, um, was vague in its description saying that it's not appropriate for on-air Live use. Uh, it's really only for pre-recordings. Uh, okay, so this box now on the front, as I open it, show it everybody. It's got a send one, send two, caller, and then it has a call and a drop button. Yes. Which Mike Francesa uses, I think, within 10 seconds of a person getting on his show, which we will not do. So there it is. There's the answer the call button, and then there's a drop button. And when Dean calls in... We will hit the drop button within 15 seconds of him appearing on this program. Yes. And so there is So actually- by tomorrow, we should have this thing fully operational, right? Yes. Is it plug and play? I hope, <laughs> I hope so. Is it kid and play? I mean, is it plug and play? Hopefully, I can figure it out. And it, This looks it, pretty simple to me, Robin. There's a caller line in, and then there's a send line out. And then there's a phone line in, and a phone line out. I'm, I'm glad you say that it looks simple to you, Tony. As you know, I have a first-class FCC license, so I'll be able to dissect this baby, take it apart, put it back together again, and have it going. It's got a bunch of little green buttons, two red buttons. It looks legit. I'm ready for this baby. It's digital hybrid, too. CC. It's, it's non-GMO, locally sourced, and it is free-range phone calling starting tomorrow once again, ladies and gentlemen. Our phone number will remain the same, right? Yes, it is going to be... What is it? Let me write it down so I remember. 215... 215-465-1111. Mm-hmm. 462 Tony. 462 or 463, Robin? 463. How come I can remember it? And I'm not even on Adderall. 215-463-Tony. Don't call right now. No one will answer. Not even I was right. It was 215-462-TONY. I was right. Congratulations, Robin. Let me give you a roaring round of applause for that. I stand corrected. All I know is the Tony part, because that's easy to remember. That's 8669, by the way, if you're digitally challenged. Yes. 
866-215-4628669. This is still courtesy of AJ in San Antonio. It's awesome. And it is gluten-free, yes. They found the body of the Indian magician. Robert. Oh, they did? According okay, to our so buddy Brian. So it wasn't a scam. I told you there was concern his family was there. By the way, we have breaking drug news here in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. Who says Philadelphia doesn't do big things and do them bigger? Everything you thought Texas was bigger. There's breaking news. 16.5 tons of cocaine have been seized at the Packer Marine Holy Terminal here cow. in South Philadelphia, ladies That's and like gentlemen. right down the street. Yeah, it's the Packer Marine on Packer Avenue. Wow. How many? How many? 16.5 tons. What's the street value on that? I heard Philly Mayor was over there having a snowstorm party. 16.5 tons. Wow. Well, they're getting ready for Eagles training camp pretty early, aren't they? No, I'm just kidding. You know athletes don't do drugs. And kids, don't do drugs, all right? Just say no to snow. Yep, that story is legit. I got an, an email earlier. Here it is. I'll open the story right now and go live to my sources down on the Packer Marine Terminal, right on the Delaware River. You know, that's right next to the USS United States, right down there. You know that? So here's the story. Let's break the news right now and fix it. Federal officials made a massive cocaine bust in Philadelphia today, seizing an estimated 16.5 tons of the drug from a ship there with a street value of over $1 billion. 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 This is the largest bust in the history of the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. It comes amid a series of large seizures in the drugs in the Northeast, including $18 million worth of the drug in March. New York recently saw the largest cocaine bust in a quarter century with $77 million worth of drugs seized from a cargo ship in Port New York in New Jersey. Officials say the ship, the MSC Guyane, G-A-Y-A-N-E, or Guyane, uh-huh. was headed from Chile to Europe when the drugs were found here in Philly at the Packer Marine Terminal. Members of the crew were charged, according to the U.S. local attorney's office. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. And you get an ounce, and you get a pound, and you get a pound. Yeah, here I actually have video... We have video of the of the coke. Of um, well, it's of cocaine. the ship. It's of the ship. So here it is. Traffics have been seeking out a new market for cocaine by mixing it in with the powerful drug fentanyl, which is fifty times more potent than heroin and a hundred times more potent than morphine. Synthetic opioids like fentanyl have been responsible for thousands of overdose deaths, especially here in Philadelphia, where it's off the charts. Cocaine, New York's nemesis of the 90s, is back, indicating traffickers pushed to build an emerging customer base of users mixing cocaine with fentanyl. And guess what the special agent in charge name here is in Philadelphia, Robin? Ray Donovan. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. DEA special agent in charge, Ray Donovan, said at the time of the New York seizure, the record-breaking seizure draws attention to this new threat and shows law enforcement's collaborative efforts in seizing illicit drugs before it gets to the streets and into users' hands. There's going to be a lot of pissed-off dealers in this city, but you know what I say? Vafangul, eh? Vafangul. Vafangul, eh? And that's what's happening. Now, a lot of it gets over the Mexican border, but certainly when you're talking about these quantities, when you're talking about 16 and a half tons, 
Yes. So here's 16 and a half tons of shit. That here's the shipping container that you see on the. So it was sh- all in one right shipping now. container. All in one shipping. Con- Dude. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it was. It can't it was, be in one shipping. No, but container. it was on one ship. So Correct. It's all from the same ship. It's a big ass ship. But if you look behind you, here's the bust. Let me see the video now. Um, it's pretty impressive, and that's a great job out of the drug enforcement. Or oh, the DEA. I mean, these yeah. ships come in every day. And there's a lot of cars. It's a major port, the port of Philadelphia. You know that there were some dogs involved that helped sniff those suckers out. And by the way, mad love to all my dogs out there. And my dogs behind the wall. Oh, there. speaking of dogs, isn't that a dog going up right now, up onto the ship? I can't see. A sniffer dog. Yep, I see. Sniffer? Sniffer. I got some sniffles right now, but I'm not even a cokehead. Yep. I never liked the smell of it. That's why I really never did it. There's an agent right now going up there with a dog. Probably trying to see if there's any more up there. I mean, who knows? There could be even more than what they already found. And the good news is Nate Newton was not awaiting for his, uh, his shipment to be picked up in the port of Philadelphia. Because remember, he got nailed having like a van load of weed. I don't know if it was weed or cocaine back in the day after he retired as one of the greatest offensive linemen in Dallas Cowboys history. We're not making jokes about drugs, but this is good. This is good. Now it's going to drive the price up on the street, and maybe that will help people stop doing this stuff because the one thing about the cocaine with with the fentanyl is it's so highly addictive that all you need is a little bit of Mm -hmm. it and if you take too much of it you die unless somebody has narcan close by so we are cracking down here on the east coast thankfully and obviously they know these shipments are coming in so where it was coming from europe because that's what it says here it says this ship let me read that again what was that? Something crashed outside. Was that somebody's trying to steal my, uh, my stash in the back? I don't know. But we are expecting. So if you, if you hear it. I'm not expecting. Although I do look, look, look like I'm a couple of months uh, pregnant right now. I'm trying to see where they read the, see the line. Uh, it was headed from Chile to Europe. So it came from Chile. Stopped off in sense, Philly yeah. to get a cheesesteak down there, probably near on the river down at Shanks. They probably wanted a chicken cutlet sandwich. And they heard that Shanks was really good chicken cutlets they were, right there on the Delaware River. And so far, the cocaine was discovered, what they already found, in eight containers. Eight shipping containers. Yeah. Dude. Damn. That's a good job out of them. Well, they knew. When there's eight shipping containers loaded with cocaine, somebody's going to find out about it. This isn't like something stuck in somebody's backseat of the car. Or inside the inside the, the cushions well, that you'll see in a lot of things when you see the these drug busts. The sad thing is, is that they this is just what they got. They say that for every find, every bust, there's at least ten that that are. Yeah, but I, I doubt that many of this size. No, no, no. Are getting through every single yeah. day. There's plenty of drugs getting through on ships every day, but the bottom line is not sixteen and a half tons. This is a billion dollar street value. One. Let me put my hands together and your hands together and all of our hands together for the DEA getting that crap off the streets. Now, this was an all this was going to Europe. So all the Europeans should thank the DEA officer in charge, Ray Donovan, right here in Philadelphia. Who said Ray Donovan was done? Ray Donovan and his boys and girls doing a good job here to keep the Europeans from getting all coked up and fentanyled out. 
So this stuff wasn't even being off, wasn't even scheduled to be offloaded here. Unless there was only a small, like maybe they were only doing maybe just a little you know bit a, of, uh, shipping. You get a shipping container, and then <laughs> they stop down in Baltimore and give them a shipping container. Yeah. No, but they were going to Europe, so well, they came up from Chile. Well, the ship was eventually going to Europe. Yes, exactly. Right. And so, but I'm sure the ship, uh, some of that cocaine but, was uh, was scheduled only, to go there. Right, I'm sure. But the only reason why the ship would be here is if they were offloading stuff as exactly. well. Exactly. Yes, of course. So, wow. That's a lot of shit right there, man. Boy, we really need an extra person here. You know that? Why, to handle the cocaine busts? Wow, that too. Wow, but wow, the wow, fact wow. that I can't hear with my headsets on, with these fantastic headsets, which are awesome. I can't hear the... If yeah, I can't hear any door. outside. And these aren't even noise-canceling, but no. these are studio. These are studio quality Yes, now. they're if awesome. If you look at all of the great national talents that do shows, you'll see the same exact headsets. And I had to be different. Because there's a blue and red. And that's the, I mean, red's the right, blue's the other side. It's like a shipping thing, except it's green and white. So, you know, port and starboard side on where to cross if you're incoming or outgoing shipping. It's good, kind, good knowledge on this show here today, Robin. So that's the big story here. And Philadelphia makes the news again. No, nobody was shot at a parade yesterday, but we got 16 and a half tons of cocaine laced with fentanyl. Wow. Wow. Are you reading? No, I'm just looking at all this stuff. Oh, do they have photographs of all the things that no, they I'm talking. I'm, look, I'm catching up on all the great people on the stream ah. chat right now, listening yeah. live. Now, Coming up, he's, he's scheduled to be here any moment. Yeah, now. so I haven't heard... From Fon? From anybody stating that he is not going to be here. Okay, so there is awkward science, but, that's not, but it's not awkward because we're awkward is we're trying to transition because we had a guest scheduled to come in, the great Fawn, who was on the big hit television show in its 12th season now, Ink Masters, on the Paramount Network, which will be aired tonight at 10 o'clock on this Tuesday. So it's on every Tuesday night. And for those of you into ink and tattoos, and that's pretty much everybody I see walking around the streets in Philadelphia now, men, women, children, elderly, like even old people get tattoos now. And it's smart when you're older because your skin's already... <laughs> has already shifted, Shoot. and it's all loose See, anyway. You already know where it's going to end up. <laughs> so this Season 12 of Ink Masters, so Battle of the Sexes tonight, and uh, Dave Navarro is one of the hosts, and he's inked up. That's actually a question that we should ask. Would it be better to wait until you're older to get a tattoo so that you know what your skin is going well, to I'm do? Well, I'm going to ask. If, if Hopefully, Fawn will show up, and he's the uh, Fawn 23 at Money and Ink here in Philadelphia, who's one of the contestants on this year's season 12, and last year, last week, he was not eliminated. Correct. We know that for a fact. Exactly. So do we know, I mean, we already know, because I'm sure this show has already been shot, who's been eliminated as far as right now. But I'm sure that he will not tell us. Will he be sworn to secrecy? I have a feeling he will be sworn to secrecy. So anyway, that's going on, and I'm trying to catch up. And my apologize for the for the pauses. It's not because I can't think. There were of so many, to say. yeah. There were so many people that commented, and because uh, we had Tony, Tony yeah. Solzano surprisingly showed up with his uh, with his stepdaughter. We brought him right down. We talked a little West Coast, East Coast rap battles. Then we talked about this big drug bust that we were tipped on, not by the FBI, but our buddy Fan Jecture out there, who sent me the link to the story on ABC News. That's real breaking news. The Florida update was pretty startling. To some people. But when you got a billion dollars worth of cocaine showing up blocks away from where you're doing it, I was wondering what I smelled funny out there. I could smell that cocaine from about a mile away. 
Because that's how close we are, you know, to that terminal where the ship I came know. in. I it's, know. We, we were down there all the time. We're basically a- 13 blocks away from where this massive, largest East Coast drug bust has ever occurred. <sighs> Fod is not here yet. Hopefully he'll show up. Now, we have his number. Does he have our number, Robin? Does he have your number? He does, but I'm going to call the office really quick. So one moment while I Because I need away. to get inked up before the show's over today. I'm, so, thinking of, I'm thinking of barbed wire again. And the barbed wire came talking to me because when we were driving on Sunday up in the Yamish country, there was a pickup truck in front of us. And remember what it had in front of it? It had a barbed wire sticker going all the way around the truck. And that, that was a sign that barbed wire is back. Not the movie Barbed Wire. You remember that who was in it? Pamela Anderson. Remember that movie Barbed Wire? That's pretty damn good. The DEA busting into the wine cellar is not going to happen either. No, I don't think Fon tried to call 215-462-TONY. That's not up and running yet. And I'm keeping an eye on the trade wires, too. So who traded who? I, I know about uh, McDonald, Andrew McDonald. The Flyers released him over the weekend. And we got the NHL draft coming up on Friday and Saturday up in Vancouver, eh? And then we have the NBA draft coming up on Thursday night. The Sixers have the 24th pick. Will there be more trades before the NBA draft? There's all kinds of rumor trades. For, for example, the Memphis Grizzlies reportedly are trying to move their all-time leading scorer, Mike Conley, to the Utah Jazz because Memphis has the second pick in the draft, and they're obviously, unless a miracle happens, are going to take the Murray State point guard, John Morant. So we already know John Morant's going to be the second pick. And we know that the Memphis Grizzlies would be crazy to pass him up. So they've got a couple of other guards, including Mike Conley. So right now it looks like Mike Conley is going to be traded to the Utah Jazz from the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Memphis Grizzlies are interested. So a lot of teams are interested pre-draft to try to see what they can get rather than rely on a college kid to hope to come in and save your franchise. So there are good teams are looking for ways to move people around, and there are bad teams looking for ways to make people look around. Not jump around. You just jump jump up to get down. Now, have you talked to Fawn, Robin? I know you were just on the phone. I just left a message. Well, what else can I do? It's an outrage. I know. Barbarella was a good movie, but you remember Barbed Wire, the movie with Pamela Anderson? Yeah, it was a really bad movie. Yeah, it was she, bad. she was smoking, though. I don't care. That's a movie you didn't really care about uh, script writing, special effects, or anything else. I... You didn't care about the plot. You didn't care about any of that stuff. And it wasn't even porn. I mean, it wasn't like she was naked in the I movie. I cared. And it was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. No, it wasn't, Robin. You just don't appreciate greatness and barbed wire <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're coming back. By the way, I have breaking Wall Street news now as we have news, sports, traffic, and weather together. And now, stock market correspondent, a man who has CNBC on 24-7, even in the middle of the night when they're playing Larry King, Gin Santa commercials and, and uh, infomercials. The stock market has jumped up today on the China trade progress going on in Washington. So this is good news for everybody. Well, it's good news for me because I just had to pay another month's alimony and I have to tap into my 401k to do it, which is an absolute outrage, by the way. It's an outrage. And the Sharks have made a trade with the Flyers? We have 
Hockey action, yo, Robin. Yes, we have the high-speed trade wire going on. Flyers with their new GM and their new coach, very active. They picked up Niskanen, of course, and they traded Radko Gudis over the weekend to the Washington Capitals for the veteran defenseman who's 32. And the Flyers shoring up their defense with more veteran talent here. Not Ryan Braun, Justin Braun. They picked him up from the San Jose Shark for two draft picks. They set their 2019 second-round pick and this year's third-round pick to San Jose for Braun. And, of course, the Sharks, as I told you yesterday, locked up defenseman Eric Carlson for $92 million over the next eight years. So they, they obviously are in a salary situation here. Braun's not a young puppy. He's 32. He counts $3.8 million against the salary cap, and he's in the last year of his contract. So the Flyers getting the veteran Matt Niskanen, the right-handed shooting defenseman from Washington as a veteran leader. They have a lot of young defensemen. And what they're trying to do is rather than keep throwing these guys out there to, to get better without veteran leadership around them, Andrew McDonald was a veteran, but he was on the downside of his career. Uh-huh. They pick up Niskanen from the Capitals, who still obviously is, is a guy who's got a lot of playoff experience coming in here as a mentor, not as a guy, rah-rah guy. He's just a solid player. And then they get 32-year-old. Justin Braun from the San Jose Sharks uh, to help on the blue line also. So Braun is more a defensive defenseman. Niskanen can put the puck in the net, as they say. So they got a defensive guy who kills penalties and only had two goals and 14 assists, but he's obviously a defensive-minded defenseman to go along with Niskanen, an offensive-minded defenseman. That's, that's the kind of hockey breakdowns. You're only getting with Barry Melrose wearing a striped shoot, a suit or a striped shoot, too. Ladies and gentlemen, the hockey moment. Brought to you by... Brought to you by... Don Cherry at the Don Cherry Clothiers. Next time you need a loud suit that's so loud it screams, we're on the Pico Power Play. Go to Don Cherry Clothiers, where you too can pick a, a lapel the size of the English Channel. And my favorite part of Don Cherry's wardrobe, Robin, is the yes, is is the is the shirts, well, the shirts with the gigantic collars. There and nobody dresses like Don well, Cherry. They're always very, very loud. Exactly, loud and proud, baby. We got hockey action, yo. Everybody's so excited to be able to have their bits back. <laughs> Bits and bits and bits and well, bits. The bits were, maybe that was because of the Google Calendar maybe. shut I down today. I did not think it was, but who knows? It seems like too much of a coincidence, doesn't it? Yes. So Twitch worked very hard to get that up and running again for us, and thank you so much for getting it before the end of the show. Um, I think that there are still uh, a couple of things that are a little, as they say, twitchy. <laughs> we'll get all the Twitches out, Robin, but I'm not twitching anymore. Even though that cocaine came in. Who's got better suits than Don Cherry? Nobody. <laughs> By the way, one last time, ladies and gentlemen. We should have played this yesterday, not because of hockey or because of the blues, because of the death of Gloria Vanderbilt. What is oh well okay, she's Gloria. Gloria, that I was her it. name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one more reason to play Gloria for one last time by Laura Bradigan. Yesterday, of course, you know whose mother she is, right? 
Is it mother or grandmother? No, she's she's his mother. Gloria Vanderbilt is Anderson Cooper's yes, mother? Yes, Gloria Vanderbilt is Anderson Cooper's mother, not grandmother. Gloria Vanderbilt is dead, but Anderson Cooper is still alive. I think that's the headline in many uh, super right-wing websites. You think I don't know this stuff? She was 95 years old. Condolences to Anderson Cooper. Absolutely. Never easy. But God bless her. She lived to 95. Yeah, that's amazing. My mom's birthday's coming up next month. Planning a party for her, her 95. 95 is a big deal. I mean, any year over 90 is a big deal. So, like, when you hit 90, which I don't know if I'll ever see, you still celebrate every year. But, no, it's it's like when you hit 18, everybody, 16's a big deal for kids, right? Yes. And then 18 now for some reason. And then 21. And then 21. And then kids don't pay attention again until and if you're Jewish, 13. 13, obviously, yeah. But then in, 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 the, in the South, 13, if you want to find out the age of right. content and whether you can marry your cousin at age 13. And then I think I think 40's a big deal. 40's then a big deal, yeah, absolutely. And then 30's a big deal. And then 50 is obviously. And then 50 a big deal. is a big deal. And then not till 65. Between 50 and 65, do you really care it's your 63rd birthday? Do you think 60 or 65 is a bigger deal than 60? Yeah, because you could start collecting the damn <laughs> money that you've been giving the government your whole life. Actually, okay. I wasn't eligible to start collecting until I turned 66. Do you realize that? Yeah. It used to be 65. Now the kids who are working and contributing into uh, involuntarily giving their money to the government into the Social Security Fund ain't going to see a dime of that money when they grow now, up. Now, uh, Thoroughbred1004 says, my grandma is 94, Tony. God bless. God bless. Yes. Dean's, uh, Dean's mother-in-law just passed away five mm-hmm. months before her 95th birthday. We talked about during D-Day all of the military people who served in the armed forces in World War II, they're all in their mid to late 90s now. So that's why this is an incredible generation. And Gloria Vanderbilt, you know, for kids growing up in my era, what was the biggest thing about Gloria Vanderbilt that we knew, Robin? Her jeans. The jeans. They were like they were like the most popular jeans, I, not just for like people who carry Gucci bags. I'm talking about for everybody. Everybody re- was wearing Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Well, I remember it was um, Brooke Shields that did the famous Gloria Vanderbilt. Nothing gets between me or was that, no, that was Jordash. That I was think. Jordash. You're right. Come on, Robin. That's bad Jordash. What were the Gloria Vanderbilt ones then known? I don't remember. I just remember they were such a big deal. By the way, Tony. Yes. You just received a private message on Twitter that I must read to you. Ooh, I love. Is it from a male or a female? Well, it is very important. And a private is, message on Twitter. It's, it's a very long, and it starts with "Dear Beloved." Dear Beloved. So you know it's going to be really great. Dearly beloved, is this from the Prince song? This is this is a private message from a Brian L. Doyle, except his handle is at L-A-N-O underscore W-E-I. But of course, no suspicious flags would jump up. No. Would is, he from, is he from Nigeria? Well, let me let me let me explain. Well, I got some accompanying music to go with this. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes, please. Here we go. See if it's a well, there's going to be a commercial. You know, is there going to be a commercial in front of it. Right? I don't know. There's always commercials in front of them when you don't want there to not, be a commercial. Not all the time. No. Oh, there's not no this commercial. Time. Hey. Here we go. All right. So, gr- dear beloved, greetings wait. to you. Wait. Oh, we have to wait. Dearly beloved, there we go. We are gathered here. We are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. All right. Now let's resume. 
the dearly beloved. Dear beloved. D- this is a DM, so somebody slid into my DMs on somebody Twitter. Somebody slid into your DMs, okay. but it was under message requests, you know? So, dear beloved, greetings to you. This mail might come to you as a surprise, and the temptation to ignore it as unserious could come into your mind. I can't resist any temptation. But please consider it a divine wish and accept it with a deep sense of humility. My name is Brian Doyle. Not Brian Doyle Murray, who, of course, is uh, Bill Murray's brother, another great actor in so many movies. I did not know that. Yeah, he's 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 the grumpy boss in Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. Who kept calling him Greaseball, remember? But the, my, it says, my name is Brian Doyle. I'm a 62-year-old man. I am British, living in Dubai. Mm-hmm. I was a merchant and owned two businesses in Dubai. Maybe that is the fact that he spent so long in Dubai. Maybe that's why his English is kind of a little bit rusty now, right? Maybe his British is a little rusty. Yeah. Any relation to Denny Doyle, the former Philly second baseman? I don't know. Okay. Oh, that was from Dean. I was also married with two children. My wife and two children died in a car accident six years ago. Wait, his wife and his two children died? This is very sad. Before this happened, my business and concern for making money was all I lived for. I never really cared about other values in life, but since the loss of my family, I have found a new desire to assist helpless families. I've been helping orphans in orphanages and motherless homes. I've donated some money to orphans in Sudan, South Africa, Cameroon, Brazil, Spain, Australia, Germany, and other countries. Before I became ill, I kept $8.5 million U.S. in a long-term deposit account. Where? In, 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 in Nigeria? Company. No. Um... Let's see. I don't. It doesn't. Hold on. I'm sure it'll. He will I think get Nigeria's it. tapped out. Because you were just speaking about how you had to make another payment, an yes. alimony payment. So maybe this is the answer, Tony. Presently, he says, I am in a hospital where I have been undergoing treatment for esophageal cancer. I have since lost my ability to talk. <gasps> And my doctors have told me that I only have a few months to live. So, so now what? What do, what do I need to send him to make sure? Well, this is his last wish, Tony. Uh, his I, last I, I always wish. like to grant last wishes. Usually three, but I usually do that for the Wishmaster, which was a great franchise in movies. There were three of them. Awesome. Wait, Is here's it? the end here. Wait, bring this up for the end. Okay. Because we're coming to a dramatic ending. Definitely epileptic fit. And um, Fan Wait a minute, Jector, I'm Fan, perfectly calm, dude. I'm perfectly calm, dude. Fan Jector says air violin and air guitar in the same episode. You know how much you'd have to pay for that Excellent. elsewhere? Excellent. Now, <laughs> let me let me continue because this is very important, Tony. His doctors say that he only has a couple months to live. Uh-huh. That's where we left off. It is my last wish 
to see the <laughs> money distributed to a charity organization because relatives and friends have laundered so much of my wealth since my illness. I cannot live with the agony. This is the longest agony story of entrusting bullshit this huge story responsibility I've ever. I, I was to more convinced by Nigerians who wanted me to go over there to collect the money. He's will, but it, wait. Here's the here's the catch, Tony. Please. I want you. He must know you. He must. He has to. He must listen to the show of and course. realize. Of course, you know how many how, huge fans I have out there. He realizes how how trustworthy you. He wants you and mm -hmm. only you to help him collect the deposit and interest accrued. Just tell from me the what company. I have to do, and I'll make the appointment right now. He says, "I'm willing to offer you a reward if you are willing to help. Please reply by private email. Okay, private email. Private email. Brian Doyle one nine eight. Not Brian Doyle Murray." Not Brian Doyle from Caddyshack. There you go, Tony. Where do you I too at BrianDoyle198 at gmail.com. Wait a minute, Brian Doyle. You is need it to Y A N this. or I A N? I. Brian Doyle, I. D O Y L E. What's, what's the rest of it? 198 at gmail.com. Brian Doyle198 at gmail.com. And I, so I sent him an email. Yeah, you sent him. And an what email. do I say? And then, and then you obviously sign your entire. You, I'm sure you'll have to give your bank account so mm -hmm. that he can wire okay. you the money. <laughs> Why anybody? So I have to send him an email first, and then he responds and asks for the next step. I don't have to fly to Ireland or Dubai. Or uh, Tony, what do I look like? Do he, I look he like? He said he said he was he was in the hospital. Where is he in the hospital? What happens? Why don't I just go visit him in the hospital? And he can give me the cash there in an envelope. That's true. I he just said want that small he can't bills. Speak. No hundred. He says he can't talk. So I'll write to him. I want the eight million dollars in small bills, twenties, couple fifties will be all right. If you want to throw in a couple hundreds to make the load lighter, and I'll pick him up in an envelope, a big Manila envelope, and then boom, boom. I'll take it back here to South Philadelphia, and we'll have a big party. That's I, say, I have a question, Tony. Because you, people of all used to buy this spall for this all the time, I and know. it was it was the Nigerian ones. Right, they were Nigerian princes. So now it's an English guy who lives in Dubai who's dying and lost his family in a car crash. Because most of the Nicaraguan ones or the Nigerian ones weren't that long. No, they this were is very, a long one. This is way too much long. information. You don't need this hook, line, and sinker people by laying all that crap out. I know he, this was this was like several different whammies. Not a, so he he used to be an asshole. He's seen his ways now that he's dying and he mm -hmm. lost he lost his family. There's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hooks there. Why doesn't he just say go just fly to, as as Ochi's five six eight says? Why don't you just fly to Amsterdam and go to Locker sixty nine at the airport, the great airport that Robin knows very well. I in do. Amsterdam. Schiphol. Schiphol. Speaking, Schiphol. Speaking Stra which stands for strapper in Dutch. Didn't you have? Didn't you send me a um, a um, airport update earlier today? Yes, I did about the most expensive airports to fly out of. Now we got to do this. Uh, I also got to do my uh, my my what do you call it update? Because the same guy who's ripping me, Don Conrad, not Don, David Conrad in Las Vegas. Please go to a cricket update. Make it stop. He's going for more meds now because we were telling, we were trying to keep people from being scammed. Yes. This is a public service, this show. This isn't to just enrich our own lives. This is, if you get one of these, do not pay attention to it. You know oh, how many people fell for that? Is he here? 
Is he outside? Hello, Maybe he doesn't want to ring the bell because he's outside and he does what people do now when they're outside and they're not going to ring the bell. They usually text or call you and tell you that they're outside. And we're hoping that Fawn is outside right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we are only 37 minutes away from t the end of today's program. So we can bring him in here if he's here in the next few minutes because I want to get some ink before it's all done, before it dries. Is he here, Robin? I'm looking for a sign. I'm looking for a sign right now, Robin. I wonder how many of the listeners were falling for that bullshit while listening, Tony. That's the problem. People fall for that stuff. They fall for sob stories when they're scams. And they need, these people need to be stopped. And I don't know how you stop them. I mean, you know, we have the no-call list now. People found a way to get around that. And then, and then Congress proposes another bill that we can stop people from calling us when we don't want them to call us. And then they find a way around it. It's just ridiculous. Oh, wait, that wasn't real, Bob from Valley Forge says? You think it's too late to stop payment now? <laughs> I was just going to send him one. I was going to send him the billion dollars from the cocaine that they just confiscated here in South Philadelphia. Ridiculous. Robin's on the phone right now, so in the meantime, I'm going to find the update on the cricket, international cricket competition, and also the Women's World Cup. Because this show is not just about informing the world of all the great stuff going on. There's an interesting story on, uh, on ESPN.com, too, on the front page. Whatever happened to Freddie Adu? Whatever happened to him? Remember when he was the next great young superstar coming to this country to play soccer? Didn't he play here in Philadelphia, too? We have breaking news on the missing persons file today, too. Police in South Carolina have put out a, missings person, a missing person advisory for former Philadelphia Eagles and Carolina Panthers running back Rod Smart, the man who was best known as He Hate Me. Remember back in the XFL? He had He Hate Me on the back of his jersey when he was playing in the XFL. The Lancaster County Sheriff's Office here in Pennsylvania, actually down in South Carolina, that Lancaster County, say that Smart was last seen Wednesday in Islandland, South Carolina. It's, usu it's unusual for him to be out of touch this long, police wrote in the advisory. Mr. Smart's family is worried about his safety and well-being. Smart is now 42. He played it one season with the Eagles in 2001, four with the Panthers, 02 to 05, and he came to fame for his He Hate Me nickname, which he was allowed to put on a jersey for one season in the XFL in 2001. Wow, how about that? How about that? He hate me is missing. Rod Smart. We, sat, we did get the story that, uh, that the magician in, in India was found. His body was yes. found, and he did perish in the accident, in the magician's trick. He even tweeted that. He even sent the message out, if this works, I'll be okay. If it doesn't, it could be tragic. And he was right. Well, this is not quite as tragic. Fawn had a family emergency. That was him. He apologizes profusely, but he's rescheduling for 2 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, he'll be in tomorrow. He's so we'll have a recap yes. on tonight's episode, season 12. Is this episode 2 airing tonight? Yes, tonight on is Ink episode Masters, 2. On Paramount Network, formerly Spike TV. Did you know that, right, Robin? Yeah, Paramount I know. Network used to be Spike TV. Prior to Spike, it was something else again, right? I don't remember before then. I'll get it all confused. <laughs> By the way, we have hockey, not, not hockey, but soccer, Italy, and Brazil. 
Still scoreless uh, in the 28th minute of play. So that's your soccer update in the Women's World Cup. Trevor from the 203 says Spike used to be TNN. The Nashville Network. Yes. So it was a, not TNA. That was a wrestling organization, which I still still doing like underground wrestling shows on Saturday nights in a garage somewhere down in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Pascagoula. Hello. Hello. Now I got to find this cricket update. Not cricket wireless. We gave you the baseball updates on what's going on. TNA came on TNN, actually. Yes, TNA Wrestling was actually part of the Nashville Network. And yes, TNA is still around in Orlando, Florida. Trust me, I know there's a lot of TNA down there in the Orlando, Florida. And right now, they're all wearing the tank tops, the tube yes. tops. And hopefully they're perky. And they're very perky. <laughs> we, and you should just, see, and you should see what the girls yesterday. are wearing down there. Come on, Rob, you always mess up my jokes. And more soccer news. Australia won Jamaica. They're just high and don't really give a shit. They're just happy to be there. (laughs) I mean, this ain't bobsledding after all. This is soccer. The Jamaicans specialize in bobsledding. Soccer, it's hard to play soccer when you got a blunt going, you know? Although you don't really need to use your hands in soccer. So maybe you you can smoke a blunt and play soccer at the same time, Robin. We have other updates, Tony Bruno. Yeah, let's get another update while I find the cricket update because uh, our buddy in Las Vegas needs to know. Although he can go to a local sports book and probably get action on cricket. We have other, uh, we have um, blah, 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 blah. a Mariah Carey update, which is actually oh. kind of really funny. So let me set the stage. Set the stage, Robin. And set the table while you're at it. I'm hungry. First, speaking, we're, we're going to go back to Toronto. Back to Canada and somebody else yeah. gets shot? We're going to Canada, um, where novelist Harriet Alita Lai. Is she lying? Posted a Twitter feed about her cousin in England named Shoban Casey. So got that so far? Yes. Shoban Casey, female, mm-hmm. in England, has a birthday. Right? Everybody has a birthday. And she asked her colleagues at the Hope for Chronic Conditions Charity Foundation, where she works, for a Carrie, a Mariah Carey-themed birthday party. What's a Mariah Carey-themed birthday party? You badly lip-sync songs that you you can't sing anymore because you can't hit the notes that you used to when you were in your prime? I don't know, but I'm assuming that, you know, like maybe the songs and a cake and whatever— but, and, and her, her co-workers were all for this. So they all went in and they got her a cake and they ordered it from the... the um, Was it the bakery, bakery. In, 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 the bakery in Ohio where those kids went in there and now lost $33 million at, uh, at that college that they no, scammed the No, apparently the, the, the bakery misheard. I don't know where, what planet this bakery was on, but they misheard what kind of a cake she wanted. What kind of a cake did she want? Did they leave it out in the rain? No, this is the cake that came back. Happy birthday, Sioban. And look at the photograph that is on the cake. It is not, it is not Mariah Carey. It is Marie Curie. Madame Curie. Madame Curie. Madame Curie, yes. The scientist who discovered um, 
Was she was she the one that just Madame Curie, I think, is right. actually how you pronounce it. Correct. Madame Curie. So Madame Curie is on the tape, on the yes. take that she wanted Mariah Carey. What country was this in? England. The Brits don't know who Mariah Carey is? I know. That's Jesus. Just, so, who the hell puts Madame Curie on a birthday cake. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I personally think that this is a much better choice. This is. I thought a- it was George Bush at first when I looked from a distance. And what the hell are the big things on top of the cake? Those are cupcakes on the outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so this it was a is- black cake. Yeah, well, with the, cupcakes. So her friends baked the cupcakes in pink because that's Mariah Carey's favorite color. So they got it right, but the the bakery who did the photograph on the cake not so much. But she had fun nonetheless. And here is a photograph of of the cake and and her her reaction. Did she sue the baker and put them out of business and and win a thirty three million dollar judgment? But I think this is absolutely hysterical. I see. Wouldn't it be great though if little girls, instead of looking up to Mariah Carey, people like her, like the Kardashians and uh-huh. the Mariah Careys and all that, if they actually said, "I want, I love Marie Curie, Madame Curie," that's ridiculous. I think it would be. Who awesome. would even know in a bakery who Madame 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 Curie was? Jesus. I Meanwhile, like let's go live now. I have late breaking. Cricket update information, Robin. Afghanistan versus England. Everybody has been waiting. Afghanistan versus India. Not India. After England. The Brits. The Brits. The Brits and Afghanistan. Let's go live to my correspondent, Danielle Rasool. Because I can't do it justice. I got to go to an actual reporter on the scene of this latest match. Do you want me to do it so that I can do it with video? Yeah, can you do it? I can do it. Hang on just a second. You have to go to ESPN Cricket Info. Believe it or not. Let me see the, the front of the. It's you got to go to Wait, you got to go to no. ESPN. Give me the title. Tony. It's called Ian Morgan's brutal 148 demolishes Afghanistan. Let me see it. Can you see it now? Just go to ESPN.com, Robin. This is faster. Jeez. This is taking longer than the actual game of cricket. Did you see? find it? Yes. Let's go to the tape so everybody can see and hear. The obliteration. The Brits finally win something big, and it's against the dreaded enemies in the poppy fields of Afghanistan. Well, first I'm going to have the commercial play because you know they have commercials. You know this is you know where where cricket is huge, right? Oh, absolutely humongous in India. India, man. It it's more popular than Seven Elevens in India. That's how great it's it is. Humongous, big. It's so humongous, big. And I'm going to... Who had the most sixes in the ODIs, though? That's what I want to know. Okay, now what happened to our sound? Hello? I don't know, Robin. I am not controlling that. This is a really pregnant pause right there. I know. Really, 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 really. Uh... Dean sent one, a, a cricket update. It's on YouTube, so I don't think it's a legit one. This is a legit one I'm trying to do. Okay, this we had the same thing happened um, happened a couple days ago where my audio just disappeared from the. We should just play a cricket video. lighter commercial, Rob, okay. and that's what Dean is sending me. Whatever. Jesus, God, I could have played this. it from my thing, and you made, and you went through this whole thing. Let me just play it with just audio only. All right. Turn off my stupid thing now. 
What's that? Sounds like Papa was a Rolling Stone by uh, Temptations to me. Okay. Um, and so it's given Afghanistan scoring options. Um, it could have gone the other way, of course. You're expecting them to glove off and everything. That's why, kudos to those guys. They don't, they're not used to facing quick bowlers um, like England have got. And, uh, and they played really well. So hats off. Hats off to those. Well, let's talk about your spinners now. So Adil Rashid definitely picking up a couple of wickets. Moin Ali, not so much. We'll get to him in a bit. Let's start off with Adil Rashid. Well, I'm going to talk about them both together because I believe they should be used together. They should be bowled at the same time. That is when a guy at one end, Moen Ali, will provide the pressure and build up the dots mm -hmm. that then gets Adil Rashid wickets. Adil ended up with three. How many but, wickets? You know, a couple of them real tail enders that they're just teeing off. Um, I don't think England are using their spinners effectively at the moment. Moen bowled nicely without looking penetrative at all. Um, so that's a bit of a black mark for me. Uh, but I am very pernickety and I will always stick up for the spinners. Moen Ali could have been man of the match today, five wickets and his 30 off nine balls. Ooh. Strike rate, three, four, four. Don't forget that. Don't forget um, that at all. But, yeah, but that's just a, a slight mark. I think, um, you know, Afghanistan deserved plaudits for the way they played, but England have done a good job. There you have it. England have done a good job. The Afghans, they went out and made a, a rug after the game, I believe, to celebrate their tremendous outpouring of uh, cricketing and wicketing. Now, you know, Tony when Bruno. you hit the cricket in the wicket, when you put the wicket and you put the stick in the wicket and then you slap it up and you flip it around, it doesn't get any better than that. Can I just tell you that I just did something yeah, really it, cool? It's tough at this present moment. And I think I did a fantastic you know, job. We just got to play every game here now. As Wait, a they're giving a post-game report. They say they got to play, play the next 12-hour game with full intensity. I pulled up the video that had no audio on mine and tried to mesh it with your audio. And I think, I, I mean, it was slightly off, but it was almost there. That was a good job out of me. Thank you very much. So we could see, well, there was just two people standing there talking. I wanted to see action. I wanted to see the ball going all the way to the backstop. I will give you action if we go back down to Florida for our second of the two Florida stories, Tony Bruno. You know how easy it is to hit a cricket ball? The bat's flat and it's real wide. Who the hell thought up that sport? And those poor outfielders. They can't even play. They, they don't, can't even use a, They can't even use. Never mind. Let's go back to Florida where things are more understandable than these stupid foreign sports that nobody cares about. Down to Florida. Welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Now, ladies and gentlemen, back down to the Sunshine State where it really doesn't have the most sunshine in America. That's scientifically proven, but they have it on the license plates and it's pretty hard to remove them unless they get more prisoners. Here's your correspondent, Ms. Robin. Dateline Palm Bay, Florida. Where? Palm Bay. It sounds like you said Bombay, Sapphire Gin. No, uh, it I'll is, have some of that right this now. This is I according go for to the Sebastian Daily, so I don't Not know. Not Sebastian Janikowski, Seabass. Not Sebastian in the, uh, the. Oh, the movie The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Sebastian was the yes. crab, right? Yes, he was. Are you sure? Yes. Now, uh, 35 year old. <laughs> Christopher Monin. Monin was, was he Monin? Monin. Well, I think he might have been Monin. Actually, I saw a movie last night. There was a lot. It was Asian though. They let him moan a lot. The Asian I, chicks in these porns. I believe Christopher was Monin quite a bit because he made a really bizarre admission after stealing thirteen. 
pool floats, like floaty toys. 13 pool floats? Yes, he was- Are these like the big ones, like the full alligators? Or are they the little floaties? What kind of floats? It doesn't exactly say what type of floaty toys. He was arrested after he was found with a garbage bag full of deflated floats this past Thursday. And then when they went to his home, they found about 75 pool 75 floats pool floats? In his home. Did he go to the dollar store or did he pay full retail? No, he... he oh, he stole them. He stole them all. Where did he, he, where did he stick these things? Now, get this. Yes. He says that he stole them to have sex with them. Does it say which exactly which type of pool floaties he stole and how he had sex with them? I don't know. Wouldn't he puncture? Did he get? I hope he got a patch kit to repair them when they break. But here's 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 the. I I actually think, freaking go ahead and give him all the pool toys that he freaking wants. Exactly. This is why he says that he stole them. He said he stole the pool floats to have sex with them as an alternative to raping women. So he admits to having rape fantasies, and he he has found a substitute. No, that's so, great. And you know the best part is he's not actually procreating and making more babies. Yeah. Exactly. So he says that he sexually gratifies himself with the floats and does this instead of raping women. Why does he need such a vast selection? I mean, I probably haven't been with 75 women in my life. You know, why can't you just use the same toy a couple times and just pretend it's somebody else? Well, maybe he's he's like, <laughs> oh, but maybe maybe I I could see by this photograph why he might have a hard time. Uh, How do you get hard with a floaty? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but this is this is uh, Chris. Uh, this is him. Let me see him. Sebastian. Oh, he looks like a really cool-looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. he's but he had not thir- seventy-five, right? Seventy-five. Now at the let's house. repeat: seventy-five pool floaties. These aren't the little ring things that you put out there when you have your keys and you don't want to drop Maybe them overboard. Maybe they're the arm. You know what? I bet you anything they're those arm ones. Oh, the ones. ones you put on little kids that yes. go around your arms. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're- that's that's an orify. Because those can get really nice and tight if you keep blowing them up. Because they're made for little tiny skinny kids. Yeah, because I'm thinking pink flamingos. I'm thinking alligators. I'm thinking all the kinds of animals no, you can put in the see, pool. see, this is my brain working. This I is your bet, brain on floaties. I bet This is you, your brain in Sebastian, Florida. Wow. I, I can almost guarantee you that that is what it is. Because I, I was thinking, well, maybe it's like a big floaty toy that has like the cup holder thingies. Yeah. And he's using yeah, the cup holders. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think too. But I... Because, you know, I'm, I've been in a pool every once in a while with my son down in Maryland. He's got a pool. And I'm looking at the pool floaties. I'm not thinking about banging them. And I'm not even thinking about how you could bang one, as a matter of fact. But I... I bet you anything that it is it is those little arm the arm thingies. Yes. Doesn't that make sense? That's the kind of floaty I'm thinking of. And and that if you grip it a little bit too hard, it might have popped. So that's how yeah, that's why you, you needed seventy five. You need a new one all the time. Although, Dude must be, you know, you can't get too rough with those pool floaties. But at least this guy's smart enough to have enough on hand that it, when he does run out. He doesn't have to go out and do something with a real human being or even be seen in captivity yes. with anybody who remotely looks human. Maybe they should make straight jackets out of floaties and then put him in it in the pool. Now, 
I, I'm going one step further picturing this, Tony. Because, yes. you know, this is how I work. I, I picture, yeah, I'm trying to, picture I'm, everything. I'm trying to picture this guy banging a pool floating. So this is what I'm thinking. When I was originally thinking that it was like the cup holder thingies, I was like, ooh, that would get really gross. No wonder yeah. he needs to change it. But those don't make sense because those aren't, those aren't tight enough. Right? Because I'm not expecting him to be like a very large man, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, this, so if he was using those, those arm ringy thingies, there's a hole on the other side. So it's not like he's getting them dirty. You can just rinse those suckers exactly. out. Exactly. So why does he, so I'm back again to why do you need 75? He probably pops them. Sometimes he wants to get a little, you know, sometimes he wants to get a little rough. Sometimes he wants to be a little romantic with the pool floaty. It's not just a basic conventional sex here, Robin. Gotta understand, you know, what happens? Maybe one time he was uh, a little too too excited and he broke, he popped the uh, floaty before he popped himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think he needs to graduate with a real doll, but I am very happy to know that he had the enough restraint to try floaty toys rather than human beings. Human beings. And for that, we give him a roaring round yes, of applause. Do. I don't think he's going to be on. Uh, Tosh.0, and you know, when he has the redem web redemption, I don't think this guy's going to get a second chance on, <laughs> on Daniel Tosh's show AJ, to do a web redemption to show no. us how he's screwing pool floaties. AJ in San Antonio, <laughs> I can't go to swim parties anymore after this segment. Exactly. You will never look at a floaty toy the same way again. Imagine being in a kiddie pool now and seeing a kid with pool floaties on it's, and it, imagining this creep in Florida. We, well, we've ruined it for you. <laughs> You're welcome. You'll wear, you'll, you're welcome, parents everywhere. This will, this will actually motivate you to teach your children how to swim really, oh, feeling, you know, bypass the arm floaties completely. Wow. Teach them how to swim young so they don't need the arm floaty toys. That way you do not have to have these images in your head every time you get your child ready to go swimming. Just when you think you have seen every conceivable potential degenerate form of life on this planet... Florida always comes back and gives us... It's like baseball. One, you thought, you I've never seen that play before in any sport. In Florida, you can say that every single day. And it's not just Florida. Unfortunately, it's very, very abundant in Florida. Do you think These stories the, are there every the single... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like because they, ha they constantly have storms and they have, they have thunderstorms almost every day, right? There's at least something Not every on. day. I mean, but in the summer happen, when it gets right. humid, you have, this, you, know, you have the scattered maybe, thunderstorms. Maybe Floridians, the ones that kind of go crazy, are kind of like our cat Riddle. They're feeling the barometric pressure. Yeah, but this guy's not just waiting for bad weather to pump up a pool floaty. And get down to the business, but yo. Maybe it's happened so often that they've gone a little crazy. I mean, I'm I'm looking for answers, Tony. <laughs> I am too. I'm trying to figure this out. Maybe I'll try one out. You know, you try to get some of those flashlights. They're really expensive, Robin. You know, yeah, you try to buy you try to buy a flashlight. And think about it that the 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 arm thingy is kind of like a flashlight, isn't it? Yeah, this guy's just being creative on a limited budget. It's very maybe he's on a fixed income. Yeah. Maybe he has certain amounts of money allotted for, obviously, very, very deep drugs. If you look at his face, the guy's obviously not a, um, you know, I don't think he's road scholarship material. No, no. I don't think he's a professor, I mean, although he could be a professor down there. Those, those arm floaty toy thingies, they cannot cost that much money, though. No, you can buy them in a dollar, 99 cent store. If they're the two cheap ones that they sell in a pack, 
So he's only sold in $75 worth of pool floaties to get a lot of unlimited sex. Okay, I'm going to Walmart where, you know, you can pretty much be guaranteed in-store rather than Amazon where I'm sure you can find them even and, But you can't, buy, you can't buy pool floaties with, uh, with, with food stamps, can you? I don't know. No, Is that I on don't the ban so. list? Look, you can get a two-pack. So four Not two-pack. Th- He's not no. with us, but he could come a back anytime. two-pack, four of them... Yellow, a set of two yellow inflatable swimming pool arm floats for kids three to six years old for $3.99. That's what I'm saying. You go into a dollar store. Seriously, I guarantee you they're a dollar for two of them because they're not that big. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the transition here so people can see them. Look, those yellow ones right there, do they not look like very skinny sexual aids? Yes, they do. Inflatable sexual aids Now, can aids you get right different? There. Are they limited to just yellow? What happens if I want a dark one? So I'm pretending... Uh, let's I, I want to know if they're different colors. Well, there are different colors. You can get orange. Okay. Um, let's see. I put, but I got oh, a re- look at you can get oh, one with little, little duckies, duckies on, on it. Oh, you can have a face. You can look. Wait. Oh, oh. Hold on. Wait. No, not that one. No, we don't want any toddler ones. That's no, that's no, no. that's the, you no, people no, should be in jail oh. if you're banging a kitty toddler themed floaty. You should be arrested immediately. Yes. But no, look at this. This is so freaking appropriate. Elephants. Oh, little elephants. They look like they have little pieces. And then you can pretend that the trunk, that the, the elephant's uh, massaging you underneath while you're banging it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. So, Robin, you have me up, or do I, is it down there? No, it's up. I, we have reaction from another man who heard about the p- pool floaty situation uh-huh. and was asked what he would do if he had him. Fuck them. <coughs> Fuck them. That's exactly what the guy was doing with him. Have some water, Tony. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. Well, that's what people do. D. Conrad, that's how Mark Spitz got started. Oh. Oh, pump you I'm up. going to pump you up. What do you say about Florida, Dean? I know you're not from Florida. You're from the Boston area. But what's happening down there? Why is it always Florida, Robin? Um, there should be a Florida Man, the movie, or the musical. There's oh, another musical where you could act. great musical. Florida idea. Man, the musical. Well, you know, they are, they are coming out with the Florida Man uh, uh, TV show. They should. But it's... Right it, after Mutual of Omaha's Wild <laughs> Kingdom, now Florida Man, immediately following on A&E. Following, uh, and preceded by Live PD. So you go from Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Yes. And then you go to Florida Man, the TV series, mm-hmm. and then you go to Live PD. You talk about a, a killer block of programming on a Friday or Saturday night. It is very educational, thought-provoking. <laughs> Tony, didn't you have a floaty the day you're in the grotto with Wilfred Brimley and Richard Grieco? Grieco? I didn't have a floaty, but there, there was a lot of flotation devices that did not need in, inflating. No, no, no. When you go to the grotto, which you can't do anymore because it's shut down. I know. I wonder if it changed anything. Personal, personal flotation devices were not necessary in Hefner's grotto. You did have to have tight sandals like I did when I went. That was my, probably my most favorite picture or the most ridiculed picture of me in the grotto wearing pajamas because I was at a pajama party. Yes. So I had and these you were pajamas on. The Euromen Euro trash sandals. Yes. I had the very, very light yellow pajamas, not silk. 
They were like cotton because you're not going to go in, in water in a swimming pool that has 7 million pounds of chlorine in it with silk on. You just can't do that. Yeah, that would not be a good idea. Not Joey Grotto with the reds. No, it's Joey Grotto. Come on, man. Yellow pajamas. Yes. Did you find that picture, Robin? I'm looking for Robin's it. Robin's going to find it. Come on, Dean. You've seen that picture. Everybody's seen my, my Playboy Mansion pictures. No nudity, of course. Not in the pictures. But let's be honest. I mean, you know, hey, it was me. They, they invited me. What am I going to say? No to you? I'm going to say no to Hef? You want to come to the grotto and hang out with a lot of really attractive? Robin's been to the grotto. I have. Robin's been to the Playboy Mansion daytime and nighttime. She did the day-night doubleheader and didn't even have to pay two separate admissions like the Washington Nationals charge. I was even dressed up like a bunny. I was not wearing shower shoes, but I was wearing leather sandals. You know what? And I if you see that, if you find that picture, you will see the women who are sitting along the edge of the grotto with me inside the tunnel of the grotto. Because remember, the grotto's not just inside. It's an entire environment. It's a swimming pool that goes underneath inside under a man-made tunnel. Sort of like the tunnel of love. You know what I'm saying? I was not wearing my shower shoes, no, but thank you. I did have the tight sandals on and yellow. They weren't really yellow. No, they were like the, the, the... They were more like tan or... They, to some people, it may look yellow. Robin was not I'm perky in the grotto, though. No, no. I was not perky. I was still dressed up, though. I was dressed up as a bunny. <sighs> Damn it. I can't find it. Did you, is that where your mom brought the strawberries? Did she abscond with the strawberries that she bought off the streets and was told that they were the no, greatest strawberries the ever? ever uh... Not Ariel's Grotto, of course, at the Magic Kingdom. We've been there. You know what Ariel's Grotto is now, right? What is it? It now? used to be the Twenty Leagues Under the Sea. That's right. And no, it used to be the Living Seas uh-huh. over in Epcot. And it was the Living Seas, and now they made it Ariel's Grotto. Right. Which is ridiculous. Because there's no nudity there either. As much as I love the little mermaid, she's still a little young for me, Robin, and I don't want to get arrested. Yeah, that's creepy. And not Grotto Pizza. When you're going down to Delaware and Maryland, you see all the Grotto Pizza locations, Robin? Mm-hmm. 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 But it doesn't say a pizza. A pizza. A pizza. So anyway, that's the latest on all your Florida, your floaties. What did we cover today? We covered floaties. We covered shootings at the Toronto Raptors party. Mm-hmm. We covered the uh, NBA draft previewing, which we'll cover more tomorrow and Thursday. I'm not going to do a mock draft. I don't do mock drafts for the NFL, the NBA. Major League Baseball, the NHL. I leave that up to the experts who know these kids. For example, one of the kids the Flyers are looking at with the pick 11 is another member of the United U.S. National Team Developmental Program. And they drafted two of those kids last year. The one kid who was a left winger, Matthew Boldy is his name. He's committed to Boston College to play college hockey. And it appears if he's sitting there at number 11, the Flyers are going to go after this kid. Good goal scorer. And so the U.S. national team developmental program is churning out a lot of good talent that turns up in the NHL and especially as draft picks. So as we get to the draft on Friday and Saturday in Vancouver, we'll have more on that. NBA draft Thursday. The biggest question now is not who's going to go number one or number two. That's pretty much a done deal. The question is, will there be more trades before the NBA draft gets underway on Thursday night? And from what I've been reading, it looks like there's going to be a bunch of trades because teams, for example, I mentioned the Memphis Grizzlies earlier. They already have a couple of good guards. They have the greatest 
scorer in Grizzlies history, Mike Conley, and they know at number two they can go out and take that John Morant kid, the point guard from Murray State. So it looks like Mike Conley is on the trading block from the Memphis Grizzlies, and it appears the Utah Jazz are interested in making a deal. So we'll we'll probably see a bunch of deals as teams know who they want and they know who they have, and they're going to make these moves. So we'll see what happens. The first one, of course, already in the books. A lot of trades going on in the National Hockey League before the draft as well. And uh, NFL training camps are coming up as well, too. But that's another month away. I found it. Did you find the picture of me in the grotto? Finally. Hold on. You covered the Playboy grotto when covering is prohibited? No, I mean, listen. We don't have a cricket mock draft either. No, no thanks. There he is. There is Tony. There's in the grotto. In all his grandeur. I even had the, I had the, I had the, you notice the pajamas. Would you call that yellow, Robin? Uh, I would call that more of a tan. Ochre. How about ochre? It's okra? Ochre. Ochre. Not alizarin crimson. Not phthalo blue. But a nice okra. Not okra. Ochre. Ochre. Whoops. Oh, there's a lot of pictures from yeah, the grotto. No, I'm, I'm looking. Let's so open that. Is... There's me in the playroom. Now, this is, uh, this is in the Playboy Mansion in the playroom. This is where Hef used to bring all the women in. So they said, hey, Tom, why don't you go in the playroom, Hef's playroom, and relax a little bit. And then as soon as I got in there, what happened? Very attractive women, scantily clad, wearing unbelievable, sexy lingerie. I, went, I worked the pole at the Playboy Mansion. When you go to the Playboy Mansion, you got to be, you got to be proactive and interactive. You can't be a wallflower, or even listen to the wallflowers because they really sucked. <laughs> but you, uh, <laughs> that was when I was doing the five chicks at the same time. Yeah, I know that was impressive. The leg lean is good, but the grotto. But look at the women alongside me in the grotto. If you look closely, there I am. I'm sitting in the corner, and it's basically a shelf of stone. And then all the women are in there. And there's a lot of women inside the water as well. But that's not until a little later when they start having some cocktails. And people don't realize that they're, they're, they had a little mini zoo there with... Yeah, uh, no, half had his yeah. own. There wasn't a mini zoo. You walk on the property there at the mansion, and he had a lot of animals. And I'm not talking about the human kinds. He had all kinds of animals in that place. But the human kinds were my favorite. We had a lot of abitza that night, as A.J. Marco says. Look at them bunnies lined up for some of that Tony abitz. Abits. That's some spicy sausage. Dude, there, was, there wasn't a sausage fest. There were more chicks there than men. Yeah, that's the one, one thing pro- about the Playboy yeah. Mansion parties. There ain't no sausage festers there. Every woman in the area, every woman within a 200-mile radius was banging at the doors to get into the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, you can pretty much guarantee that there will be more women than men at the Playboy Mansion. And for that, we say... That's a gay wrong teeth. Now... Yes... Yes, yes, yes. This is my photograph. Where's Robin in the grotto? On a, on, oh, oh, oh. Not in the ghetto, the Elvis song, which was a great song, by the way. There I have been in the ghetto and in the grotto. There's me. There's me as a Playboy bunny. But that wasn't at the grotto, though. Was it? Uh, I, I had that outfit on, so I'm But that playing. wasn't when you were with me at the Playboy Mansion. No, but I might as well have been because I can't find the other one right now. Damn that, it, Robin. So I'm, I'm You were the, faking it there. That was, a, that was a costume. It was a Halloween party. But I had that same outfit on when I went to the grotto. So That's I a Bobo grotto picture. One thing about the grotto, though, 
as Scrapple Joe says, or as uh, <laughs> I have some. As Scrapple Joe says, the X Files needs to do an episode inside the grotto. You want to talk about DNA everywhere? Oh. oh. No, I didn't need the Adam and Eve power pump. I need Big Papa Pump, who was in the grotto, I'm sure, many, many times. For all you wrestling fans who remember the greatness it was, Big Papa Pump. I should have bet the over or under when you were in the, at the grotto. I would have taken the over and under, because I was over and then I was under. As someone once said. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. Those were good times indeed, Robin. I was a very, very lucky man when I lived out there to get invited to all these establishments. No doubt about it. About it. And there were a lot of parties for charity, too. This wasn't just Tony goes out to try to pick up chicks at the, at the Playboy Mansion. One of the times I went to the Playboy Mansion, I actually did a contest. And I invited two. I wanted to take two women. Two chicks at the same time. So I looked for two women who would come with me to the Playboy. This is before I met Robin, when I was really loosey-goosey. And some could say possibly promiscuous. I went through my man-whore era for a couple of years. Is that bad to say, Robin? No, because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, seriously. You think I'm lying on this show? People think I embellish stuff. No. I only speak the truth. It's not bragging. No, her name wasn't Charity, the woman that I took with me that one time. There, there was absolutely no doubt about the fact that you were a man whore during that time period. 99 sixes, DNA everywhere, all right. The water looked like coconut water. Oh! Oh! Hi-oh! Oh! Wet t-shirt contest. Everybody had wet t-shirts. I mean, come on. I was a slut, no doubt about it. Would you you say I was a slut? I think everybody, male or female, should be a slut for a very short period of time in their life just to get it out of their system so that they realize it's not the be-all and end-all. It's fun, (laughs) but you get tired of it. Yeah, I mean, it's just just cool to say you were there. You know, I mean, the only reason I was there is because I was on the radio and I knew a lot of people and I'd get invited and then I would some charities would invite me to show up, and mm-hmm. Robin and I went to an event for a charity. I yep. actually was a host of the yeah, event. Yeah, you were you were one of the main hosts of exactly. the event. There. I was the hostess, uh, not the ghost host. That's a future job for me, being the new voice of the ghost host in Disney's The Haunted Mansion ride. But it was fun. It's my dream, Tony. Do not steal my dream away from me by doing it yourself. I want to be a voiceover on some kind of... Yeah, but you can't be the ghost host inside the Disney's no, Haunted Man. It's got to be a man. <gasps> That's so sexist. Why does it have to be a man? Why couldn't it be a woman? Because, because Disney would never allow a woman to be hanging from inside the ride because of the PC culture that we live. Remember, they changed the, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride because of the slut auction. I know. They were shamed into changing the slut favorite. auction. I love the redhead. Shame. Yes. Shame. Yes. Shame. So there's no way they're going to have a woman hanging inside the haunted mansion because there would be the Me Too movement would descend upon the place and shut it down. Well, one of these days, I hope I get the opportunity to be the voice of an animated character. I do too. I'm not saying you can't have a job or I'm taking a job away from you or anybody else. But you're not getting the ghost host. No. Sorry. Okay. I'd rather, I would rather be an animated character anyway. You could be the ghost of the, you could be the voice of the, 
the 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 monorail, not the monorail ride itself, because that that's a guy too. Well, the doors the fact are closing. That I can't speak Spanish. Would probably yeah, you have to be able to do the, uh, the eliminate the, me from English that and Spanish verse. Yeah. Now, if you went to the haunted mansion, if you went to Disney Amsterdam, which they don't have, no, Disney they, Paris is the closest I to know. you, je and they only speak French. Uh, je m'aime pas peu française. Damn right. Before my celebrity status as nine one six, who says. Tony built an El Chapo-style tunnel, tunnel into the mansion. I didn't even have to leave my home. I could actually go underground from Marina del Rey, Venice, all the way up to Holmby Hills, right into the, cat, right into the mansion. Half's mansion. Do you know what time it is, Tony? Is it howdy duty time? It is. Is it? It's already 4.04? I know. Every day. It was day. just 10 minutes to 4, and all of a sudden we started talking about the grotto and guys porking... Pool floaties, and just like that, boom, we reach the end. We've all climaxed at the same time, and that's the way it should be, ladies and gentlemen. We, I held off so that you could catch up, Tony. Our fans held off. Yes, they did. It's hard to hold on for uh, for twenty minutes, especially when you get older. Everybody held off just so that we could all... We all finished together. Finished together. And that's the way it always should be. Forever, ever, ever, ever. And now let me see if I can get these darn credits rolling again. Let's get the damn cool. credits rolling. Let's see if it'll work. <sighs> You're right, Scrapple Joe. I got to start a bit dry for a rooftop South Philly hop tub combo grotto overlooking the... Say that again? From the rooftop here in Shea Bruno in South Philadelphia in the wine cellar, we have an unbelievable view of all the buildings of Center City, Philadelphia. Imagine a grotto. It would be fake grotto, though. It would be like, you know, fake stones. Just be some plaster, and then I'd get some Disney animatronic people come in. We'll put some live creatures in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I will have my own grotto. I'm following you. You know what I'm saying? I'm following you. Beautiful. And I want to thank everybody for following us. Tell your friends to follow the show, please. It doesn't cost you anything. Tell your friends to subscribe. We want to thank everybody once again for listening to all three hours of this, whatever we call this thing every day, all of our loyal daily listeners. Tell your friends that we just have fun here every day. We cover a lot of stuff. We cover a lot of ground. The people help us. We help them. You help us. We help you. You scratch my back. I'll scratch your back. You touch my privates. I'll touch yours. But you have to touch first. Then it's all good. As long as it's consenting. Exactly right. We need to have a, brut- a rooftop Bruno Nation party. Everybody would have to use a ladder, though. Yeah, Unless, have, on our I could rooftop. build an elevator, though. I can build anything, Robin. I'm Italian. I would love to have a rooftop terrace up here. Yeah. Can we figure that out? I don't know if we have an opening time for the end of the summer. Then the inflatable rat would be out here unless I got, you know, 72 unions involved. But in the meantime, let's crack the music, Robin. Let's crank it up. Be a lot of cool mods up there, by the way. Great view. Imagine how many of the beautiful women who walk down East Pass Yonk every night would say, is that that Tony Bruno rooftop Bruno Nation party deck up there? You know when you hear party deck, Robin, people are going to go up there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. As AJ in San Antonio said, 
as we get ready to bring the new phone box in for tomorrow's show. Don't forget the box. What's in the box tomorrow? You know what's going to be in the box? Oh, what's in the box? The phone calls. I'm so Scheduled to return tomorrow. Well, as long as I can figure it out. That's why I said scheduled to return. Yes. Party deck, man. Okay, now I rewind. Do you want me to rewind it again, or are, we, are you going to continue talking? So I'm rewinding it just a little Stop bit. Stop it right there. Okay. okay. Oh, you can rewind. I like I that. Know. Be kind. Rewind. We want to thank everybody. Thanks so much for listening every day and putting up with this stuff and being a part of this insanity. Tell your friends. We'll see you again here tomorrow, 1 to 4. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't screw pool floaties. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. We'll see you tomorrow right here Bruno Nation Live, kids. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Bye.